I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. What is up, Star Wars fans? This week on Their Only Legends, listen, we are all over the place. But I mean, when are we not, am I right? That being said, this week we dig in and we break down Mando Chapter 14, The Tragedy, otherwise known as Season 2, Episode 6, the only way that we know how, and that is scatterbrained and incoherently, but we eventually get to the point. We also do some allegedly difficult trivia at the end, so stick around for that to see if you know as much about Star Wars as we do, and you probably know more if I'm being honest. But first, if you've got an Instagram account, you've got to be following our page. You can find us at Their Only Legends, where we're posting daily content like memes, dope fan art, comic strips, trivia, and other show info. If you've got any fan art of your own, give us a holler on our email. Send it to us. We'll try to feature you on our Instagram if you're worthy enough. Send it to us at theironlylegends at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, whether it's a question, comment, suggestion, correction, or just to say what's up. We'll read it out on the show if you'd like us to. So leave your name and where you're listening from so we know who we're talking to. And lastly, I know you're probably tired of hearing this, but we cannot stress it enough. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, and I know majority of you are, we would love you forever and always if you'll just leave us a five-star rating and a review. It helps us immensely in getting into the algorithm and building our community. Okay, enough of me talking. Let's listen to me talking some more, but this time with Spencer and about Mandalorian. Welcome to the galaxy far, far away, where the Jedi and a Sith and a smuggler's take. We are two and Yoda, three PO and Leia, look Vader and later, Kylo Fit Parade. Don't tell me the eyes when I place on my bed. Who got the Chewbacca? There's no need to fret. We are back. Welcome to another episode of Their Only Legends. I, I, you know, Spence, I don't care to do the formalities anymore because guess who's back? Uh, dude, he's back, bro. bro. He's back, like officially back. We don't have to speculate. Well, could that have been Rex? Could that have been any of the clones that we saw at the end of season two, episode one? No. I almost cried, dude. Dude, if I had a soul, I would have probably cried. No, I have a soul. I was freaking um, out. When I texted you afterwards, I'm like, I've been yelling at my TV for the last half an hour. That was not yeah. an exaggeration. I was like, Slave One, Boba Fett, Fennec Sean's not dead. <laughs> like, I'm just well, going up. So, so just to, to like, deja vu to last week, because um, we did this last week, and actually I literally do have deja vu right now. Speaking of last week, we're going to prolong this a little bit longer. Um, I was so high <laughs> from the cannabis when we started last episode if i so you said you didn't notice um i could not focus i was like almost nervous to do the podcast uh there was a because normally when we do this uh there's no nerves for me because i've been i have uh, you know psych with travis and tyler been going on for over a year and a half now yeah so this is kind of like we bullshit beforehand and boom, we start. But last week I was trying to formulate 
words and sentences and in in full thoughts. Yeah. But I couldn't. And I, there was like a bit in the beginning last week um where I kind of like rambled for a few seconds trying to like figure out what the hell I was going to say and uh almost had a panic attack <laughs> while recording. And then after um after like a couple minutes I, I dialed it back in and it went away. But uh yeah, man. Um Are you good that, this now week? That, Oh yeah, I'm good this week. I'm drinking a bubble water. I'm drinking cucumber melon bubble water. I haven't had well, actually I had a Red Bull a few hours ago to try to get myself jacked up, so I might as well have done some coke. But okay, back to reality. Boba Fett's fucking Boba Fett. Yo. I, I wanna just I don't even wanna go through the list. I just wanna talk about Okay. Dude. When the Slave One showed up, I watched this as it dropped, right? I pulled up Slave, okay, uh, <laughs> Slave One. It's not, anyway, I pulled up uh, Star Wars Theories. Um, reaction. Uh, reaction. Well, yeah, his his watch party to watch it at midnight. Um, and when Slave One came on, I saw Slave One and I was like, Boba Fett's here. Yeah. Boba Fett's here. And then Star Wars Theory was like, no way, Slave One. Because okay, first of all, the the episode just boom. Yeah, we're 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 going to fucking uh to Tython. Full we're throttle. going there. Yep. Immediately. We're, there's not and there's no dancing around it. There's no like, oh, we're gonna stop at well, because for one, uh, fast forward to the end of the episode, um, he goes back to um, whatever the fuck. I like how you have Rip Razorcrest in your notes because that's exactly what I was gonna text you. That's great. Um, <laughs> what is the name of that planet that they go to? That um, dude, I'm Cardoon. Yeah, because um, this is two weeks in a row that you and I can't remember the name of it. I feel like it starts with the N or a Z, which is completely. It's probably not. It starts with a V. Vulcan. No way. Well, that's a Star Trek. Dude. Yeah. They wouldn't put that in there. As as the listeners are screaming at us right now, the name of it. You call yourself Star Wars fans? Suck it. Like I, I mean, what is it? What is it, bro? Hurry up! <laughs> I can't find it, bro. <laughs> Yo, Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> we need a Jamie, bro. Yeah, we need a Jamie. Uh, Kara Dune intro. Uh, I shouldn't have done that because now I, it's not gonna show fucking uh what planet (laughs) (laughs) does mando start on oh my god couldn't anybody have just put it no not where are the i like how we're like you know what we're halting this episode we're we're literally stopping everything to make our listeners pissed off and it's neither gotta, of us know how to work Google, apparently. No, it's not that we don't know how to work Google. It's that they don't Planets in Mandalorian. Like, it doesn't give you, like, an obvious answer. It's not Vandor. Vandor is from uh, fucking Solo. What the? Unknown Ice Planet. Navarro. Navarro. I knew it started Bro. with an N. Navarro. I said that yep. shit. I, I like it. how we both found it at the exact same time. <laughs> I found it in a Reddit thread. Hey, yo, guys, welcome, welcome back to Their Only Legends. Welcome the to Their we Only Legends. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Their Only Legends. We're going to start this one over. No, I'm kidding. Um, 
<laughs> okay, so so um the the um little snippet, right? The little picture of the episode on Disney Plus showed hint was showed Cara Dune with her feet kicked up, I think, and Mando there. So um like not to keep as po- I, mean, I promise is the last time I'm going to bring up Star Wars theory, but he immediately goes before the episode even starts, he says, "Oh, they're back on Navarro." And so I'm like, "Oh, shit." Okay, so we're probably not going to get Tython this week, which is expected, right? And then Navarro, no. Navarro, Navarro, Navarro. If I don't remember that, I'm going to be so mad. Like, out of Dude. all the things we can remember, how come I can't remember Navarro? We need to collect ourselves and get some organized thoughts. No, right? man. I, I these These are the best episodes, this rambling bullshit this is where i thrive this is my pocket all right all right well it's like it's like our conversations that we normally have but like you know touching back on why we started this shit in the first place it's just recorded now you and i are just bullshitting about fucking star wars bro yeah like Uh, that's that's what this is the the height of our organization or or the most that it we it's like we break it down usually i mean for new listeners, if you haven't checked our old shit, go check it out. But usually it starts with news, and then it goes into Mando review, and then it goes into general conversational topics. And inside each one, we just ramble. We always bring it back, but we just ramble. Um, if you have been a loyal listener, you fucking know. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and if not, you welcome. already fucking know. We love you. Like, we, we I love hope everybody. You enjoy it. Uh, whatever. If you don't enjoy it, fuck off. <laughs> There's other Star Wars. Other Star Wars. Um, Okay, speaking of <laughs> speaking of Boba Fett, right? Oh my god. Here's another here's another thing to rant about cuz I know you just want to talk. You just want to talk and I'm not letting you cuz there's another thing I want to talk about that oh, is bro, not I'm... even about the episode. Yeah. I tried to listen to Rebel Force Radio's Mando After Show review today, I don't know right? why you do that. I just want to know if other people are feeling the same way I'm feeling. Yeah. I don't ever I don't ever take what they they, you know, I don't take their thoughts and be like, guys, here's my original thoughts. Yeah, I always you listen know? to it afterwards just to see how much of the same shit we picked up on. You also don't have to work on Saturday. That's true. And you don't have to try to find shit to get you through the day. 100%. And so I, I, I run out that. of stuff. You know, I run out of stuff. Yeah. So don't worry. Didn't listen to it today. And here's why. I turned the bitch on and immediately, for those who don't know, Rebel Force Radio this guy named Jason Swank, right? <laughs> Swank, he always gets shit on. <laughs> he always gets shit on. And today, man, I couldn't do it immediately. So he goes, he goes and says something to the effect of, because I don't remember the exact lines. So a pretty, and he's joking around, right? He goes, pretty mellow episode. Uh, not a whole lot happened. Uh, just another laid back episode of Mandalorian, right? And I thought it was pretty funny. I'm like, of course, because everybody thought it would be a filler app, right? Sure. Everyone thought it'd be a filler app. I wasn't uh, expecting a plot mover, bro. No. At all. The, it kind of had been, for the most part. Well, actually, there was one filler episode, and now we start thinking that every other episode's going to be a filler episode. I need to go watch Frog Lady just to calm down, dude. Like, Right? Seriously. <laughs> just, to, just to bring you back to like, something they're doing wrong. take a bath in a wrong, cave with my eggs right? and just and then relax. Mutilated by spiders. Yeah. So after he says that, he goes, he says something to the effect of... All you Boba Fett fans out there, have you gotten enough? Have have you have you gotten everything you've ever wanted now? Finally, right? Yeah. Like, and I understand that he is like his commentary on Boba Fett's back. He wasn't just a little little side of his head. 
He's full fledged in armor. We knew he was going to go back fuck. for that armor. <clears throat> I just wasn't expecting. I thought I was thinking like finale. Yeah, I had heard stuff about possibly a finale, possibly like you might even get a glimpse of him getting the armor just to like tease his own show type of shit. Um, but know, anyway, so when he when he said that though, when was well, sorry when Swank said that, I immediately turned off the thing and I was like, no. I'm pointing at you, but this isn't at you. <laughs> no. Here's the fucking problem with that fucking line, Swank, is you're a Star Wars fan. You should be happy he's back too. Yeah. You should be just as excited as every Boba Fett fan out there that Boba Fett showed up, he got his armor, and we got to know his canon origins of yep. whether or not he's a Mandalorian. Yeah. No guessing anymore. Yeah. We don't need George Lucas to come out and say it like I said five episodes ago where I did my George impression and said, you know, oh, Django's been, you know, yeah. whatever. He goes, Turns out he is. I'm a simple man making his way through the galaxy like my oh. father before me. The oh. armor was my father's. Now it's mine. And then Do you uh, later he says. how amazing that is? That's in- it's incredible. And, it's, you know, when he's justifying because Mandalorian's like, you didn't take the creed. He's like, the armor was given to my father, Django, by your forebears. He even fought um in the two mandalorian civil wars so like if so basically they established and they said it Django is a foundling that's what he's yeah. considered so Django <laughs> is as much of a mando as din yep din jarin yep. for sure meaning i i don't know what that means as far as boba fett because boba fett well, didn't swear any creed no, but he but... he has the rights to his armor because it's He's a descendant of the person who was a foundling. So right. whether or not he particularly swore the creed, that's his armor. And boy, did he wear that shit, bro. Like, he wore he, it. Bro, he earned not, it. not only did he fucking wear it. So I, I'm going to go on just a Boba Fett love it. rant for a go. second, bro. Watching him, like right from the bat, we hear him, you know, we see him shooting before we see him. We know mm-hmm. it's him because the slave won. Mando doesn't know it's him, but we know it's him. And. Oh, yeah. The way when so the, when the stormtroopers come, the way he's going after them with that gaffy stick, oh, <laughs> bro, bro, relentless too. Like it was total. I I wouldn't I don't know fan service, but like it's total. It was just here's Boba Fett being a badass for like three minutes straight. He's taking yes. people down with gaffy sticks. Not to mention you have Fennec Shan sitting there, capping them, fucking dude, capping them, and. So, yeah, Boba Fett's going crazy with his gaffy stick. He looks, he sees the Razor Crest door open right inside of the cargo bay. He's like, my armor's right there. So, mm-hmm. you know, Fennec, Shan, and Mando, they're sitting there back to back, taking out all these stormtroopers, and out of nowhere, Boba Fett, bro. And it was, like, like the scene got me emotional. Like, I'm, I'm oh, dead ass. Yeah, I'm dead ass. Like, watching that shit was, like, I rewatching it today, it like it chokes me up, dude. Like yeah, like watching him wear that armor. He still has his cool like uh Tuscan Raider robes underneath and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But like he's got the armor on. He's using the shit out of it. He uses the the back rocket with the scope finder to take down the ships. And then Mando's like, oh wow, like nice shot. He's like, I was aiming for was the aiming other for one. The other one. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> dude, this is. It was so perfect 
It was. This it this was. episode alone made up for all of the background Boba sitting there holding his blaster, nodding shit that we get from the OT that we've mm-hmm. always wanted to see more of. This made mm-hmm. up for all of that shit, dude. Like, Boba Fett, like, it used to be almost not stereotypical but kind of corny to be like oh yeah boba fett's my favorite star wars character it's, it's kind of right. campy it's just like oh like he doesn't really do anything though he sits there and looks menacing and then he takes han solo to you know job of the hut and you you know he's employed by vader and all this shit but like very little dialogue prequels and clone wars kind of filled in as much as it could of the background we see a young little bratty uh mm-hmm. boba um, just wreaking mayhem, but I mean, yeah, try to kill fucking Mace Windu. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, and uh, yeah, and that whole ship episode—I yeah. I forget the name of it, but uh, yeah, super good episode. But like um, this, and seeing Tamora Morrison or however the fuck you pronounce—I've never known whatever. how to pronounce his name. Yeah. But uh, it was Don just, Cheadle. Yeah, fucking a. <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible, bro. Like it was—it was so special to me. Like, yeah, man. It okay. <clears throat> As somebody, okay, you and I have had off, I mean, for the last two years, three years, you and I have I've known had, you for five years, dog. Nah. Yeah, it's been five for years, real? bro. Before Force Awakens. 2015? Yeah. I quit Acura in 2015. Yeah. At the end of 2015. I might have met you. Oh, that's right. I but we didn't talk and hang out until nah, I came back. But when you but anyway, started I, coming back in like 2016, that's when we yeah, really yeah, started. Yeah. So that was you, four years no, that's, ago. That's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. Anyway, yeah, four years ago. So, um, we have had many conversations about my different ideas of how the sequel trilogy should be tweaked. Right. <clears throat> so to say I'm a fan of the sequel trilogy might be a little false. Because I think I'm a fan of the characters and the potential that they have yeah. or had. But the movies themselves, like, okay, other, Rise of Skywalker. Okay, actually, so Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker. You know what? Fuck it. I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole. What I'm saying <laughs> is the point I'm trying to get to is that as much as I do enjoy those movies, these last couple episodes made me realize May actually understand when other people who don't like, not necessarily hate, but don't prefer the sequels, when they say that's not Star Wars, this is Star Wars, I get it. I get it now. Because, like, before, I was just kind of under this, like, spell, rather, of, like, I was under, yeah, not rather, but I was under a spell of, of the whole modern movie styling, right? Mm-hmm. I was always saying, well, every single movie that has come out for Star Wars has been a they're they're products of their time, right? So when people were complaining that specifically, you know, not to harp on Jason Swank because I love that that team, you know, the RFR guys are great, but he had said when he saw Ray doing the backflip to cutting off the when we saw the teaser for her cutting off Kylo's tie wing, yeah. He said that style of shooting for film is not Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. Um, But like, it's like, dude, you can't sit there and make every movie 
with the same techniques George used for 1977, those techniques are technically 100 years old because he made those movies with techniques from like the 30s, right? You yeah. know, so like they were outdated. They also techniques for they also time. hate on flashbacks, and I'm like, I'm completely yeah. fine with flashbacks. It doesn't matter that we haven't seen them. Like, right. I'm fine <clears throat> with Ray flashing back to you know her childhood and kind of trying to fill in the memories yeah. as you know she explores deeper in her mind the, the same way i'm why... fine with mando flashback to the clone wars when he became an orphan like i'm cool with that right the only reason why george didn't do it is because the technology wasn't quite there yet i mean yeah. it was there in um i mean it was there but to make it like convincing or also, even if like... it was a creative choice from george i don't think that that makes the new creators of this content using it i don't think it makes it any less star wars Right. But that being said, seeing this, the way it was made, right? Like this, the way, the way they wrote in the, the action scenes, the dialogue, everything about the last few episodes, what John Favreau and Dave Filoni are doing makes me look at the sequels differently now. Like, interesting. Yeah. I think, yeah, mostly eight and nine. Like, I really like 9. I am coming to terms with the fact that I think I like 9 more so because it d- didn't turn in the rest of the trilogy into more of the dumpster fire that it could have been, you know? Um, that it almost pretty much saved it from turning into the worst Star Wars ever. Even Man, some people is... hate Rise of Skywalker. They do. They do. They do. Um, But I'm not liking Rise of Skywalker for the same reasons that I like Force Awakens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. But now I'm looking at that and I'm like, man, I almost, I kind of almost wish that those movies weren't as technologically advanced as they are. Well, you see that what they being... can accomplish with purely practical effects. Oh, for the most part on Mandalorian. Right, right. Like, yeah. But that being said, um, those are cinematic experiences. So part of me is like, oh, this is Star Wars. But then at the same time, it's like, well... You, if you have something that's going to be displayed on a massive fucking screen with that kind of budget, I would expect you to make it look the way those look, you know? But anyway, none of all of that aside, this is the greatest time to be a Star Wars fan, and this was the greatest Star Wars, this episode alone. I thought Ahsoka's episode was the greatest episode of the series thus far, and they topped it without even a Jedi present. Well, that's not true, because... You know, Man, Grogu I thought the pilot was the greatest episode of the series so far. Oh, dude, every for sure. week, every week, it is my new favorite episode. My own, yeah, except for episode two. Well, fuck episode two. <laughs> just kidding. Anyway, Man, um, season two and Attack of the Clones. Fuck them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, don't. don't as just we're get in as that we're shit. sitting here having like fun with Django and shit, like I, as you know, I did a rewatch not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Attack Sorry, of the Clones is no like <laughs> Attack of the Clones is not as bad as like Mm-mm. it's cheesy as fuck. Uh, Anakin and Padme are just unpalatable. Mm-hmm. Like I, their relationship is so forced on screen, and mm-hmm. like their relationship's cool in the Clone Wars. Yeah, you know, like it's great. It's, well, the it's thing the Clone like, Wars is really, Anakin's really out good. there being a hero, and he's got this bad little side chick basically that's like the side to his you know it's the mistress to his wife the force and oh yeah yeah you know well said well said yeah yeah and i mean it's it's cool like it's i don't know but on screen it's just like 
and, and like I like Hayden Christensen and I adore Natalie Portman. She was like my Same. first huge crush on screen, but um, mine was the Pink Power Ranger, Kimberly. What's her name? That that uh, Amy Jo. Yeah, she's on some other series now, some cop series, yeah. um, or she was a few years ago at least. But yeah, no, I, I guess she was kind of mine too. I, I'm on some like uh, uh, Jack Harlow shit, where you know how he finds like cartoon characters attractive. <laughs> like she go like she goes so she little go. she go from kim possible yeah. is bad bro like, <laughs> she look like she go she do she do <laughs> certified free cope um good song no that's that's funny anyways but yeah no like coming back to mandalorian <laughs> like this episode had i don't know it just dead stop it's okay it's fine you know full disclosure i'm a couple beers deep it is what it is I Going wish I grabbed back one. to Mandalorian, um, this was the best episode so far. Like it's it's it was perfect. I mean, I I can't think of a more perfect Mandalorian episode. All the way down to like, and I know that we're just jumping around, and like I hope that the listeners don't mind us having these kind of like like we make it a point not to discuss anything beside like. When we're done watching, we shoot a text like, oh, shit. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, like, oh, shit, Boba Fett. Oh, shit, this. But, like, we don't really discuss our thoughts about it until we save it for the mic. So, like, that's why yeah. when we get on, we're so incoherent because it's like we're, our thoughts are just bouncing. We're trying to, you know, we think of something. For we thought 24 about this hours. Morning. Yeah, for yeah, 24 hours been... since we watched it and almost 48 for you. Shit. Um, yeah, that's true. We We hold this stuff in and then we sit down and we discuss it. And it's like that. that's why we're all over the place. But, um. Yeah, dude, I, wanna, it, I I loved everything about it. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, um, <clears throat> people translated his chain code. I don't know if you knew that. So when he pops open his wrist, right, mm-hmm. and uh, he goes, this is my chain code. This is everything you need to know. And then, like, Mando what? looks at it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's like Marrakech. What's the name of the language? Oh, it's just Galactic Basic. No, like, not the language. The symbols they have a specific the alphabet has a specific name oh i i don't know oradesh there's, there's like so that sounds familiar there's bigger star wars fans out there than i am that know um actually it might be in this thing i'm looking at right now um maybe not uh but anyway so people translated it and here's what it said for those who don't know and I, i'm just mostly reading this to you uh it's broken up because the armor's so old, but this is what, when translated, it says, Foundling took into ye- the, it says the year, the blank, whatever. That, that, that information is missing. Then it says, Concord Dawn, Mentor Jast, Father Fett, Boba Fett. So those are the things that you can read. So it tells you who his mentor is. It tells you who his father is. Tells you where he's from, Concord yeah. Dawn, and it tells you that he's a foundling, right? So Boba Fett is considered a foundling as well as Django. But one of the things when he says, "You said the quote earlier," I'm a simple man making his way through the galaxy. You realize that's what Django said, right? So when Obi Wan's yeah, talking to him, in he says the clones that. When in the but, room. but but he says, "I'm a simple man making his way through the through the um, universe." That's what he said. Yeah, I'm yeah. just a simple man making my his, uh, his way through the universe. And so Boba said, I'm a simple man making my way through the galaxy. Yeah. So that's why he said it, bro. Love that shit. I love it when they bring this shit full circle. 
Fuck yeah, um, dude. And it also happened to be literally the exact same guy who said it. Yeah, see, <laughs> like, meta. Next, <laughs> next year when I go to watch Attack of the Clones again, I would have noticed it. Like, <laughs> right, yeah, right. You would have been like, "Oh shit, Boba said that." Yeah, um, yeah. but and to and I've brought this up before because you had mentioned and I wanted to say this earlier when you said that you just recently went back and watched the prequels again and they're not as bad as people shit on them for. I remember I did that right before Rise of Skywalker came out and I texted you that same thing like, "Yo, these are actually pretty decent. They're kind of funny." Even yeah. Attack of the Clones isn't as bad as uh, a lot of people shit on it for. But the younger generation thing... loves that shit, bro. Well, like that's, the, the kids that are teenagers. That. No, I'm talking about like kids who were born after the series come out. Because you figure a kid oh, okay. that's 17 right now was yeah. born in 2003. Mm-hmm. So that's true. But uh, yeah, but I mean, they had that but was their Star Wars to grow up in the same way. Yeah, in the same way OT. that up until 1999 all we had was the ot so like when i was yeah. playing with action figures and shit as a kid and like it was x-wings and tie fighters and millennium falcons mm-hmm. and i had one luke skywalker uh action figure i had dark Swamp. robe i had uh shorty luke and i had uh x-wing pilot luke i had x-wing pilot luke with a blue light and then my grandma's dog chewed the x-wing pilot loot's helmet and i was so upset it was the oh, wow. it was the power of the force collection like we had, I had okay. most of those yeah um, i have no idea someone gave it to me for christmas and i opened it and played with it i don't even remember yeah i had the um, little x-wing toy that like luke could sit in it fits three and three quarter inch figures oh, nice. and you pressed r2d2 and that's when the wings opened up and it made a thruster <sighs> noise Fuck. yeah it was that's sick, dope, dude. Man. um but yeah, so to finish my thought on the thing is like one of the things I noticed, like the writing even uh, is not great, but there's really cool shit that sometimes people don't pick up. And I remember I texted you that I, because I watched one, two, and three, I think in the same day or within at least 48 hours of each other. Yeah. Um, and um, and you might remember this, but, uh, and, but if people don't recognize like how great, you know, tying shit in is when they take when they're about to take in Anakin, I believe before, I believe it's before they say they don't want, or they agree to have Obi-Wan or sorry, Qui-Gon train Anakin. It's the scene when Obi-Wan and Anakin are walking out on the balcony at the sunset. Obi-Wan says, um, but master, what if the council doesn't allow you to train Anakin? Qui-Gon says, I will do as I must if the force wills it, blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. Which is back to fast forward to movies. Anakin says, you know, fucking, uh, you either stand with me or whatever he says to him. And Obi-Wan says only the Sith deal in absolutes. Yeah. I will do as I must, you know? And so, well, actually Qui-Gon says, I shall do as I must, but Obi-Wan says, I will do as I must and ignites his lightsaber. And it's like a beautiful moment where we haven't seen Qui-Gon. And at this point, literally like in real world time, it was like five, seven, six years, I think. Was it 99? And then was it Oh six when episode three came out? Oh, so maybe even seven years. Yeah. So yeah, six five, or seven six, years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this whole time, Obi-Wan has been training Anakin and we never, we didn't get to see a whole lot of what, Anakin or uh, that Obi-Wan rather learned from Qui-Gon. We learned all of that Anakin got trained from Obi-Wan or most of it anyway. But then to have Obi-Wan say just a thing, one thing that Qui-Gon apparently said in passing that most people don't even pick up on 
Um, granted, Qui-Gon literally embodied that phrase, I shall do as I must. It's why he wasn't a council member. Yeah. Um, and the fact that Obi-Wan Kenobi then fast forward 10 years, 15 years later, whatever that time frame in the in the series is, and still remembers that even though this guy in front of me is my fucking brother, I will. I have to do what I must. I will yep. do what I must. Yeah. Because that's exactly how Qui-Gon trained me to be. 100%. You know? Yeah. And so for the fact that George Lucas to sprinkle that in there and uh, – I was like, oh, shit, you know, like those yeah. little things. But to the theme of today's episode is back to Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> that being said. We've, we've kind of vomited about our thoughts. I think now would be a, probably a good time to start kind of breaking it down a little bit by little bit um, since you took the time to, to write your thoughts out in order. This is literally um, just I was writing notes as I was watching it. So, like, that's why there's so many exclamation points. And <laughs> I have the answer to your first one here. I have your answer. So you have Dank Ferrick written down. I hate that man- fucking so, term, okay. <clears throat> That's why there's a, a frowny of, face next to it. Yeah, I figured that was why. A lot of people don't, but I don't care. It is what like, I would can do it with- three times a fucking episode? Because they're trying to be like- It's the same thing with Battlestar Galactica and Frack. Like, I think they're trying to retcon out God from- Because Dank Ferrick is kind of like, God damn it, right? So what the force? <laughs> what, no, well, no, but then you know, for some reason, I guess you can't because, like, even oh, even Han Solo in I think Episode Four says hell. And how are, about, how are they going to workshop God out when we have uh, what's her name in the Last Jedi saying saying God speed rebels? Yeah. you know, or Han, says, I'll see you in hell. Or, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. I it was it literally a thought that popped out, <laughs> but. He so you said did Mando not want him to use the force? It wasn't well, said you're in sitting that there, context. He's like, Come here, boy. Like, here's your ball. Yeah. Take your ball. Yeah. But he and doesn't. Then he mean... uses it, and he's like, Oh, dank Ferrick. And it's like, why? You just what, sh- was it in a sigh? I thought I thought it was a. I thought it was more like a dank Ferrick. You know, like, like that. Like, fuck like yeah. as he was like, yeah, kind of like a fuck yeah, like a goddamn this kid's. You know, I can't believe he's actually doing this. You know, not not in the sense of a of a upset at him more because then he immediately says, no, no, I I'm, I'm glad you're doing it or whatever. I rewound it three times while I was watching it. All right, fine. All right. You want whatever I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm not, I'm I'm just saying like, no, no, no. I want to be educated. I want to be educated. I want to make sure I'm not misremembering. So what am I going to do? He's like, dank Farrick. Like it wasn't excited. It was like dank Farrick. Like, fuck. Yeah. It was like, all right. All right. All right. You said you rewound it. I believe you. But now I have to make sure I'm not wrong. So as we wait uh, for my Disney Plus to load, did I click Disney? Did I not click? Have I been fucking up this? Yeah. See, I always click Disney and not Star Wars on the fucking. I always Disney click Plus Pornhub menu. and not Disney. Yeah, I always be. Yeah, every time I go to type in Disney Plus, it's just I end up on Pornhub. I don't understand. Every time. All right, St- Star Wars Mandalorian. Anyways, while you're pulling that up, I liked how when they arrived at the Rock, he was like, "Well." I guess this is does this, it. Does this look Jedi, Jedi to you? you? Like, just <laughs> and the kid's like, "How the fuck am I supposed yeah, it, to know?" It made me chuckle, man. Yeah, that's a good one. Like watching him try to figure out how the Force works was cracking me up. And he's sitting there, he's like, "You got to reach out to them, or or do they reach yeah. out to you?" <laughs> he's like looking around. Is there a button to press? Like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it. All right. 
Hold on. 10 seconds. He got it? Okay. He definitely says it. He says, Dank Ferrick. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't sigh that shit. You need to now, you need to go back and replay it. Like, he slaps his knee as he says it even. Dank Ferrick. Just like that. Yeehoo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He said, yippee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, I hate that term, man. I, it, it distracts me. Like, I hate fake cussing. Yeah, I have a friend. Yeah. No, who, I don't like that. I have a friend either. who's never going to listen to this, so I don't care. Um, his name is Derek, and he is a Mormon. And okay. he's a really cool kid, man. He's a, he's a cool cat. And, like, I went, to, mm-hmm. I went to college with him. And you went to college uh, for a year. <laughs> I, I applied to community college, got accepted, by the way. Yeah, I, but uh, he <laughs> he's Mormon and he doesn't cuss. Yeah. And so he's more intelligent than us. Oh, 100 percent. That dude's going to be a multi multi-millionaire smart ass kid. We did a project and business class together and it was mm-hmm. the dude's a genius. But he doesn't cuss like he says this. He says frick. Yeah, that Which, bothers me. It bothers like in fourth grade that was cool. Like I, I mean, I I cuss too much. Okay, like you think we cuss a lot on this podcast? Like I tone it back. We both work in the car industry. You know we what do? I'm saying? Like do we tone it back. I don't know. I I kind of do. I try not. I oh yeah no we don't swear a whole lot. Like we don't really think. don't. Like, but outside of the podcast, every other word's fuck for me. Yeah, that just is what it is. But like. That's why, like, I don't care. Like, I knew going into this it was going to be an explicit show because I was like, if we try to do the family-friendly thing, like, I feel like that's going to be a distraction. Like, I'm going to be trying so hard not to sit there well, and say, like, what the fuck? And that's why Dank Farrick, that's why I hate it, is because it feels like it's, like, a it's a distraction for me. It'd be better if they just left it out. Yeah. Because I understand. I would rather have Yippee than Dank Farrick. Um... Maybe, uh, <laughs> uh, I yeah, they probably should leave it out. Um, but at the same time, it is a kids show. Like Star Wars is for kids. That's something that we, as fans, is it though it is. It you is. Think for, kids now, right are now, grasping every minute. Like, no, but do they in Little Mermaid and Shrek? No, we sit down for two hours a week, right? And like, I plan on doing this for the indefinite future. Hmm. We will never cover everything on Star Wars. That's why this is such a great podcast to have and like topic to talk about is because the amount of material is endless. True. I like you expect me to believe that Clone Wars was made for 10 year olds. Sure as hell looked like it. (laughs) Rebels definitely was. I mean, no, no, sorry. Resistance definitely is. Resistance definitely was, but like, um, no, it's Clone not... Wars is about like, <clears throat> it is literally like war. Like they're not cussing and shit. And there's no blood, but it's like, it's all political. It's a pol- political drama with like, well, war. I mean, it was literally on. And then you get Ahsoka Cartu- Sky uh, Guy. So, okay. People. <laughs> yeah. So your, your reaction to that or the way you said that, um, I've heard people talk about how, like, when she was first introduced and she had those corny one-liner nicknames and shit. Yeah. So, up, I had never actually watched the Clone Wars movie, right? The 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 what started it all, right? Um, you're not mention, missing much. 
Well, I started it the other day. Okay. And was actually like, because I didn't know the exact details of how Ahsoka, I knew like, oh, she was like given to Anakin, but like wasn't supposed to be Anakin's. No, I watched it. I'm like, oh, no. Like, I didn't know the specifics that it was literally a a, a planned out thing by Obi-Wan and Yoda to make Anakin learn how to teach somebody to further his ability as yep. a Jedi. Um, but anyway, I wasn't like, I heard her say, I heard her say, uh, okay, Sky Guy. And then he go, what did you call me or what or whatever? And then uh, and he calls her know. like Snips. Yeah, he call, but he but he calls her Snips for six seasons after. Yeah. You know, like Sky I don't Guy know. ended real quick. Yeah, but even when I heard it, I was like, yeah, it's a thirteen-year-old around a Jedi Knight. Like she's trying to fit in. Yeah. You know, she's not. She's fourteen, I think. But like, still, I was like, okay. Yeah, but if you, you know, you understand that when it comes to these Star Wars things, for me, I tend to apply a shit ton of context to it as evident in my Luke Skywalker I'm sure I would have been cringy if I was 14 in the same situation. I think back to what I was like when I was 14. And I had like, I I had long dyed hair. I wore skinny jeans. I like played screamo music. Like, (laughs) we would not have been friends. Nah, man. I I just, Just I was like, no. I was friends with everybody when I always, I guess. I I was a little emo kid, and then in high school I got a little bit, got a little bit cooler, you know. A lot of it cooler, bro. You started rapping, man. Yeah, that that was the big that was the big shift to switching from, like music always had a lot to do with that. Like, whatever Who music I was listening to kind of influenced my overall experience on life. <laughs> I mean, that's for most people. Like, yeah. but. Who would have thought you'd get less cool after the emo phase, right? As a fellow, <laughs> as a fellow, as a fellow high school rapper, yeah. you don't see it till you're out of it, and oh then you go, God. "What the fuck?" I think about back, dude. My rap name was Baby K in high school or like post high school, and mine was oh my, Jimmy Scratch. <laughs> like and like, I still feel cringy talking about it. I mean, we're talking yeah. about nine years, ten years ago, but like, that's it. Ah, oh, fuck. I mean, I'm 27. No, I know. Same for me. I'm I'm 28. Like it's not that long ago. I was rapping when I was 18. Yeah, was 10 years ago. I just remember like, damn, it's it. It feels like it was forever ago. But, but I mean, years. I was doing shows and shit. I wasn't bad, but like it was. Oh, I was I was bad. I was really bad. I was all right. I was all right. Um, I don't know. It's just I was cringy too. Like I just we we were all cringy. We all look back yeah. and we all cringe on ourselves. Like <laughs> I probably would have called Anakin Sky Guy. No, yeah. I would have been terrified. Yeah. I would have been terrified. Um. But anyway, so back to Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, like, we would have been cringy fourteen-year-olds. That being yeah, said, <laughs> that being said, um, you were right. Yeah. So watching Dent try to figure out how the Force works was funny. Um, I like how he didn't learn from the first time he tried to grab Grogu off the rock, just getting launched back. But yeah. I think that that is a testament to his bond for the kid. He was worried so much about leaving that kid behind. Yeah. Like there are stormtroopers surrounding two people down there. And instead of going to do the Mando thing to fight, he's like, I got to get the kid. I got to get the kid. And that kid puts himself in some stupid positions. Yeah. The kid. Yeah. I mean, 
he can handle himself for a little bit though, as evident to that last scene. <laughs> he is force choking the shit out of people. I, I want to say it just like how Grogu fucking them troopers up force unleash style. Yes. That's, that's yep. what it says in my notes in all caps. Yep. Grogu fucking them troopers up force unleash style. They open the door and he's like slamming them into the walls and like fucking and choking them and shit. Like, amazing. yeah, slamming them against each other. Like, Dude, he such oh my god, it was so good. It was just so, so good. good. So good. Um yeah, so the force field knocks him back a bunch, but first time. Um you have Baby Fett, was that on on purpose? Or was that supposed to be Boba Fett? Nah, it's supposed to be Boba Fett. Okay, I thought so. I was like I was there a small that. was her a small I'd blame it on <laughs> autocorrect, but this is yeah. a word document, so you should have said you did it on your phone or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know how you fat finger baby fat when the o was on the other side of the keyboard from a <laughs> i might have been thinking baby yoda you probably did you probably yeah. did but yeah dude for real he, he okay when he's so they they meet face to face he's he's saying all the things like like you yeah, there you know uh i'm a simple man blah 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 the farmer was my father it's like it was great to hear him say that like acknowledging all of what we already know mm-hmm. um I want to hear more about the Sarlacc pit, bro. Um, me too, which I think we'll learn more about. There's not enough time in this uh, season, I don't think. No. Um, f- yeah, Fennec Shand is alive. And Still patched is- the fuck up. She's she, just like, let me her- show you my midriff. And it's like <laughs> she- a fucking V8 engine in there <laughs> keeping her alive, bro. Damn. Uh, bitch, you leaking oil. Shut that. <laughs> uh, it's like uh, the, the Cat Williams joke. Nah, that that's just oil. That's yeah, oil. That ain't coming it's out. Oil, baby. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, he talks about the, how the armor was given to his father. Now, there's some kind of. I have some questions. Remember when we mentioned earlier about um, Clone Wars Boba Fett? Didn't he use his dad's helmet as the bait with the bomb in it to blow up and kill try to kill Mace Windu. I thought that was the thing. So I the helmet don't remember shouldn't... that, but I don't there's no way that he would do that, right? Blow up his dad's helmet. I mean was I it thought not a... he thought he did. Uh Boba Fett Wasn't he he was in like an blows. academy, right? Was 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 it a yeah, Republic Academy? A... Yeah. Yeah it was. They infiltrated or whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, because he because he looked he, like a clone. He yeah, he blended in to look like a a clone. Well, um, he is a clone, but well, yeah. Uh, damn it! Why did I? Uh, I clicked the wrong link. Did Boba Fett wear the same helmet which once contained his father's decapitated head? I never. <laughs> well, he just said that, but that would be interesting. I. I honestly don't want to know. It's like continuity shit drives me crazy. Okay, so this person says back in 2007. No, no, they didn't. In 2014. I just rewatched the Boba Fett trilogy of episodes from season two. Was that Jangle's helmet that blew up? I always assumed that Boba repainted his father's helmet since it had the same dent. Um, Was that Jangle's helmet that blew up? And then somebody said, yes, that was Jangle's helmet. This is on a forum. Um, 
Yeah, but so these I are don't... some assholes like you and me just saying bullshit on the internet. First of all, I'm not an asshole. But anyway. Um, <laughs> I kind of am. But regardless, okay. the armor is at least still bo- is Django Fett's armor that, you know, even if it's not the same helmet, you know. Um, yeah. Dave Filoni made Clone Wars, so I would assume he knows about the helmet deal, even though John Favreau wrote this episode. Um, but still, it's fucking. Who directed Jang- this episode? Ricardo Rodriguez? Oh, I don't know who that is. Rodriguez? Oh, my God. It's the most racist spelling. Um, <laughs> I just panicked at the last second and forgot how to spell Rodriguez, and I spelt it R-O-D-R-E-G-E-Z because I fucking gave up halfway through. Um, that's not his name, though. That's not the guy. Uh, Mando Season 2, Ep 6, Director. Director Krennic. That was racist. What? <laughs> Director Krennic. <laughs> oh, fuck you, dude! <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to uh, imitate. Um, I'm totally giving you shit. Tarkin. We, I like. If, I hope if any Robert like, Robert Rodriguez. It was more racist that I called him Ricardo. Over the Robert. coming weeks and months and years that people hopefully listen to us, I think they'll discover that we're not racist. Like, well, we're, we're dude, some pretty chill was, cats. In my head, in my head, that was a dead-on Tarkin <laughs> fucking impersonation. <laughs> so the fact that you're like, that was super racist. I was like, what? <laughs> I thought I did Tarkin. <laughs> Tarkin's white, bro. Oh, you're just bad at impressions. <laughs> I'm just bad at it. Oh, my George, that one, the first George I did was bad. The second George was pretty close. You killed it, bro. I was cracking up. Um, Let's see. He did Spy Kids, the TV show. There was a TV uh, show? Uh, Yeah. It's probably cartoon. I don't know. No, he was an executive producer. Um, Director. What did he direct? Uh, Because. Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, Rain on Me video short. Sick. Oh, Alita Battle Angel. Okay. I didn't I didn't watch that, but I didn't either. I well, I'm it. I'm familiar with the material. Mm-hmm. Uh Machete Kills. Spy Kids 4D. The Jetsons. So he just knows Danny Machete. Trejo. He just knows Danny Trejo. Because Danny, Day- Danny Trejo is the uncle in Spy Kids <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, he, Grindhouse. Yeah, he knows. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, so he he's he knows Danny Trejo and uh, <laughs> apparently he's a badass, did it. bro. But Shout out to Danny Trejo. Di- that director, uh, not the director, the direction was really well done in this in this episode. I almost called it a movie again. Um, there was a couple times, if I'm being honest, because I'm the nitpicky one. Well, we we're both kind of nitpicky, but I'm pretty fucking nitpicky. Um, there was a couple times I I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge the. One time, my one critique of the episode, if I haven't already critiqued it, um, was a couple times the camera that they were using had two really blurry lines down the left and right side. Like, just the shot they were... Yeah, if you go back and watch it for however, what, the seventh time or whatever, how many times you watched it, it's usually when... It happens when it's mostly uh, Shand, when she's fighting. That's her name, right? Whatever yeah. her name is. Fennec yeah, Fennec, Fennec, yeah, when she's fighting, when Boba uh, leaves to go get the armor. And it's a lot of the times is when the camera's kind of looking at the sun, so you get a little bit of a light, like a, the, the lens flare, kind of. But on the edges, it's, like, kind of bad. I don't know if it was the, like, the the camera lens they were using, and it just kind of, they couldn't do it again, 
but that was I saw it and my, my brain goes ah fuck <laughs> it pulled me out of the episode um, it was it was nitpicky from a creative aspect from like a content creator aspect um, yeah I yeah. okay Fennec Shand what are your thoughts on her as a character I really like her uh, I, I wasn't sure in the first episode but I think it was just because I didn't like that other kid in the episode the, the so, young bounty hunter kid yeah I remember the bounty hunter I, I, I remember Fennec Shand I remember I him disrespecting Han's table um all right, so <laughs> I didn't see Han's name on it, and he sat there for like five minutes in the first movie. I don't care. That's not his table. You know how many motherfuckers have come through that cantina over the years? Han don't own that table. Han probably sat at that table that one time. Sure. I mean, I mean, I guess every, you're right. Yeah. Everything in Legends is everything that was canon, not in the movies, is now Legends. So I don't care if there's a fucking cartoon. I don't care if there's a comic or a novel that says Han Solo regu- regularly frequented the cantina and only sat in that chair. I don't. You, I don't care. If you look under the table, it says Han was W U Z yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I shot first or whatever. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> he, he's just you know that's only his only auto shot. Yeah. Um. Did you, uh, that reminds me from the concept art from mm-hmm. the episode with the frog lady, the concept art, they're sitting at Han's table, by the way, uh, Didn't in that cantina. Notice. Um, and, uh, in the concept art, she's sitting at his table and over her left shoulder is a blaster mark on the wall <laughs> in the, sick. in the concept art. Yeah. Which is not sick because that means it's still, you know, rep representing acknowledging McClunky or whatever but yeah no it is actually pretty dope that they were like oh let's put her here we'll put a little blaster mark on the wall but th- <laughs> i don't think that that didn't make it into the the cut but on nah. the, at least in the concept art they're like so everybody knows whose table this is and that they still haven't repaired that blaster mark on the wall or painted over it was what's her name and the ant person were they sitting at that same table i think that was supposed to be like when they yeah because that's what it was at that in the i want to go back art. and look to see if they included it in that um you should. I just don't remember. A, I just don't remember a camera angle in the episode that showed the walls behind them because I feel like the camera angle was from the table outward. Mostly. Oh, uh, you might be right. Um, I could be wrong about. I don't remember every camera angle of every episode. Um, but to kind of bring it back to what you brought up, Fennec Shand. I don't really remember her. Like I remember her, right? Obviously, uh, I remember her getting shot, and. I remember somebody popping up, I think at the very end, which turned out to be Boba Fett. Yup. Um, which a lot of people apparently speculated, but I didn't remember there being enough of uh, a silhouette to like. There wasn't. Right. How did we know? Was I don't know, boot? but I, I thought it was. Show well, no, how did, I'm just trying to remember how much of a person we saw. It was just a boot. It was like the was, toe of a, a boot. And then everyone's like, it's Boba. <laughs> which I mean it was <laughs> but like it's that's one of those theories where it's like you're just lucky that you called it yeah cuz like there's no basis to think that would be Boba Fett other than we want it to be Boba Fett and it just so happened that like I wonder if I wonder if they were writing it and they go maybe we should like make sure that Fennec Shand comes back in this episode and then Boba's the one that saved her you know also, if Boba Fett's running around as a Tuscan, how the hell did he have all the 
tools to put pistons in her belly, you know? Like, he just built a motor in the Maybe desert. Maybe he's got a workshop on Slave 1. Oh, fuck, he has a fucking ship. My bad. I, like, I just forgot. Like, <laughs> I just assumed that, you know, because he's wearing a Tuscan robe, that he's been running with the Tuscan Raiders for just ever. Just the desert, like... Yeah, it, that, no, he probably Sucking on lives, the teats of Banthas, like... <laughs> drinking whatever color Bantha milk would be. Um, Banthas make blue milk? What's that blue milk from? On Tatooine. It's probably Banthas. We, That's we Google-worthy, bro. We I want to know see, that. I know. Like, oh, and I, I Googled this earlier while we were talking. It is Arabesh. That's the name of that alphabet. It is Arabesh. Right, right. Um, blue milk animal. Star Wars. Probably not even canon. Why are you looking that up? Blue milk like- comes from the Bantha, bro. Oh, We're shit. on it tonight. Hey. Utini. 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 That's my text tone for when uh, Mike Kaminsky, good friend of the pod, you heard him on episode three, two, one, one, two, three. Episode three. Four? Episode two. Episode. Was it? Four? Episode three, three I thought. Episode. No, it was episode four. Episode three was uh, Fuck Job of the Hut. Oh yeah, such a good. Some name. Of my favorite episodes, man. Go back and listen to that if you haven't. That was a fun. Oh, one. Go back and listen to all of them. Yeah. Um, I like Fennec Shand. Somebody pointed out, I noticed on the internet that they she resembled a lot like the bounty hunter Django Fett. Higher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looked like that a little bit, dude. That one eighty sniper shot off the rock Yo, yeah, was yeah, yeah. so good man it, yeah. the, the form too she launches off and then she looks like she's just sitting you know what the, the legs looked like the legs looked like those stupid um pictures of like the silhouettes of the chicks that you see on the backs of pickup trucks and stuff when they're laying out <laughs> yep. like that's but like that was like a, a badass like angle where she's fully full extension laid out gathering the shot doesn't care where she's landing. She's got to yeah. hit this shot. Also, and then not the rock Jones. comes loose. Yeah. And she pushes that bitch yeah, down the hill the nod and takes Indiana out Jones. like fucking eight people and the, the gun. The turret. And when, Bo- and when Boba Fett is using the fucking, what did you call it? The gaffy stick. Mm-hmm. Dude, he fucks them up. Dude, he crushes like, that head crushing, bro. Yeah. Like at the <laughs> very end, he like has this like crazy look on his face. Like, yeah, no, he, he was... He, badass with that gaffy stick i mean he definitely i don't know how they wouldn't have landed a shot on him they are stormtroopers but he was there with no blaster just taking out packs of them bro because boba fett for like two minutes straight dude it was just end after and then it's like okay they're about to get through they're about to get through all the people and then another one shows up it's like fuck and that's when he like so somebody i like i heard someone say that uh he looked like he saw his armor? Did, did he see his armor? Or did he sense his armor? So he saw the hangar bay door of the Razor Crest open. Right. And then I I couldn't see it because I didn't watch it with my glasses on. Mm. But um the he, he sees that it's a cargo hold right there. So I don't yeah. know if his armor and is he, sitting there. He probably there in just the shows like it's in there. But I feel like Mandalorians have a fucking like borderline force level attachment to their armor for sure so i wouldn't doubt it if he didn't uh if he didn't like 
It, it, I wouldn't be. I don't know how to fucking speak English. I feel like he he sensed that shit was in there. Like it called to him almost, you know. Yeah. Like fucking. I don't know. I feel like that would be the case. But it's starting to make me think. Like he must not have wanted it that bad. Because the the display of skills that he showed us, he could have taken it from Cobb Vanth in a harpy. In a fucking second. You know, not if it was a duel necessarily. When I, Cobb two... Vanth was out in the desert practicing with that shit, mm-hmm. Boba Fett should have came and fucking long rifled him and got his shit back. So that means the question now rises. How did the Jawas get it from him in the first place? So here's my assumption, right? Um, well, I could save this for a th- no. I don't really care to make a theory out of it. I, so, if you haven't gone back and listened to uh, the Thursday theories uh, thing, I kind of wanna. I've been debating on how I'm gonna go about making my theories for it. Um, it's kind of cool that when I made just like the made it hasn't been debunked yet. I thought mm-hmm. for sure. So I was in such a rush to get that thing out, like not a rush, because I, I took my time to get it done. But, like, I was adamant about making sure it dropped that Thursday because of the possibility on by midnight of that fucking thing dropping. Following that day. Yeah, it yeah. would just be fucking erased. That there would be no shot. That, that it would be. Now, keep in mind, I didn't make that theory as, like, this is my prediction or this is, like, how I think it should be. Or it was just I'm a thought you had. Yeah. It, yeah. It, but at the same time, as far as like listening value for you to go back and be like, you know what? That would be kind of cool if that was the case. As of right now, it's still like, hey, maybe, you know, wouldn't it be be cool if? So what I'm getting at is I could make a theory about how Boba Fett got out of the Sarlacc pit and how how the Jawas got his armor. Um, But I feel like that's a little too close to canon. Like, there's only a couple things I think that could probably happen. I don't know what they are, but I mean, like, they're going to tell us. Very there's Legends material that touch on how Boba got out of the Sarlacc That's pit. also why I don't want to touch it. I know because... in Dark Empire, which I'm pretty sure was like our first comic corner we ever did, yeah. um, he says the, the Sarlacc pit found me somewhat indigestible. Just, so right. basically just implying that shortly after the events, he kind of just blasted his way out or jetpacked his way assume. out. He wore he was wearing a jetpack, even though it did get shot and malfunctioned, and that's how he ended but, up there in the first place. But but they also know, talk about how long it takes Sarlaccs to digest things, so he had time to fix it. He built a stomach for a chick. I'm sure he could have figured out how to fix the jetpack. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't even shot. It got hit with a stick and it launched him in the air. So yeah. it would have been pretty easy to... Or did it get shot? No, did it I got just... shot because oh. when Cobb Vanth has his jetpack, you can see like the welder marks of where it was repaired gotcha. when it got blasted. Right. I just definitely took uh, the Mandalorian hitting that jetpack mm. and put that in episode five, uh, six. Uh, you know, <laughs> That's how my brain works. But anyway, um, I feel like we're going to learn pretty soon here. Uh, oh, we how have he to. got out. Um, yeah. But if if I'm just gonna throw a guess out, it's that uh, he managed to. I think maybe the um, crate dragon might have something to do with it, eating the uh, sarlacc, and then if if we have a Jurassic Park moment, like that's one big pile of shit. Mm-hmm. You know. Cray dragon shit. I don't think you're gonna. How digest. big is a sarlacc? 
that's I don't know. There's no canon representation. There's what you can find on Wikipedia from the legends, but there's no canon. You just see its of, toothy vagina see, sticking out of the, the desert hole in the sand. Yeah. So, um, but I would I would suggest that somehow things that digest in either the sarlacc or the crate dragon that eats the sarlacc because it's canon that they eat sarlaccs. Um, it gets so, like somehow. Boba gets out of the armor to maybe help himself get free. And then it gets shat out, I guess. And then the Jawas find it. Cause I can't imagine anything is digesting Beskar or Durasteel, whichever. Cause we don't know if Boba Fett's armor is Beskar because I believe it was said to be Durasteel. Mando said it was Beskar. Did he? Okay. I, I, he says it's, or I think, right. He said like, Beskar belongs to the Mandalorians. Oh, probably. And he's like, right. he's like, have you sworn the, to the creed or whatever? And he's like, my father, blah, blah, blah. But does he know? Because he had to bang the spear off his arm to know if it was Beskar. Could he tell just by looking at it? Yeah, he just bites it like a nickel. It's like, yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. Mm, tastes like Beskar. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's neither here nor there. I don't know how the fucking Jawas got it. Like... How, why would he take it off to get out of the Sarlacc? You know? Interesting. I, I have no idea. Or what if he gets out of the Sarlacc and he's in a tight bind for cash, so he sells it to the Jawas? What would he need <laughs> cash for in a desert on Tatooine? I don't know. I just know Republic credits aren't good there. Maybe the maybe the Jawas impact, or impounded the Slave 1. And he had to trade his armor for the slave one back because it's best car and it's worth more. Yeah. So what if what if uh, the same shit that happened to the the Razor Crest? Yeah. They just he just wasn't wearing it because. But if he had the slave, if he has the slave one, why the <sighs> fuck is he still on Tatooine? Maybe he lives in like Jabba's palace or something. Yo. Maybe we get to see yeah. Jabba's palace. That'd be cool. Maybe he, uh, maybe that's when, oh man, maybe Luke goes back there. It's gotta be Luke, right? It's gotta be Luke. Sorry to kind of just. Gotta be Luke what? It's gotta be Luke that answers the call. Other than whatever potential dark side force user. I think we're gonna get Ezra, bro. Are we? Mm Mm-hmm. So, but okay. So if there's some, if there's anything. All right, let's look at who we're dealing with here. We're dealing with Filoni and, uh, Favreau. Okay. Both of them, the biggest Star Wars nerds, right? They love this shit. They're the reason why we're been, we've been saying this is the best episode yet. This is the best episode yet, is because not only do they know what's best for the fans, but they are fans, and they're not being too okay. They're being pretty fucking fan servicey, but um, they they know what the fans want. They they know every single one of us. When Ahsoka says, put him on the seeing stone to see if any Jedi reach out. There's only a few well, of they us know, left. They know that dudes like you and me, not just dudes, but people like you and me are sitting around. Spec- like, that's enough for any Star Wars fan to be like, oh shit, who is it? Well, yeah, but everybody. You know how many posts I've seen on Instagram that's like, like concept art of what Mace Windu would look like introduced to the series yeah. or what Sebastian Stan is Luke because... Which I don't, I don't like. I'm not. He it doesn't even have to be him that plays Luke. Like I don't care. But like, no, no. 
I, but okay, but here's the thing. Like the we reason- touched on this last week, but I feel like the way that the show is going, inevitably, we're gonna get. I've changed my mind, by the way, since last week. I had said that I don't want to see Luke. I want to see Luke. Really? I, I want it to be him. I still and, don't. But like, if you look at like, because that was like the the reaction was like, if you look at the overall fan reaction, everybody is like, oh, it could be Mace and it could be Ezra, because of the fact she says. There's only a handful or only a few of us left, right? Which I think is funny is that she says a few of us when she isn't a Jedi, right? Um, but it's just, you know, contradicting herself. She said, I'm no Jedi. <laughs> Whatever. So Citizen. <laughs> yeah, citizen. Citizen Ahsoka. Um, but, but everybody, when she says, see if somebody reaches out, even though everyone's like, it could be Mace, it could be Ezra, everybody goes, Luke. It's the first thing everybody thought, even if you wanted or not. Your first thought was fucking Luke Skywalker, bro. Luke Skywalker. Mm. I still, I think as cool as it would be, I don't think they're gonna do it. Uh, I think, I think they are. I'd be I think Ezra, Ezra with Thrawn is going to be the most realistic. Yeah, I kind of hope they don't. Because Ezra and Thrawn were being attacked by those things and flew off into fucking hyperspace, and that's the last we've seen of them. I think well, with I think between Ahsoka's journey to find Thrawn and um an obvious, I mean Ezra too. Like I, I think that that's how they're gonna tie it together. I wonder, dude. Like Ezra could even be like Dark Side, or be. I mean, because he had that brief training with Maul. There's, I mean, there's plenty of opportunity for that. Like, that'd be kind of cool, or at least like a gray Jedi kind of thing. He could be working with Thrawn. Did you hear what Filoni said after last week's episode, though? No. They said, he said, it's possible that this episode of Mandalorian, last week's episode, is before that epilogue where we see Ezra leave with Thrawn and, and Ahsoka chasing. So... Because we don't know that time period. That time period was never established when they they jettison off. This could be the start of the chase. Or the what? St- like, yeah. So I don't know. So he said. Filoni, you fucking bastard. <laughs> so he's probably nah, saying dude, that to I'm throw us off that. the scent. Rebels, if Rebels I had- is pre-New Hope. Everything up until the epilogue is guaranteed to be pre-New Hope. But we don't know the timeline bullshit so so my my initial reaction to that, that makes is, me mad my initial well, you think there's gonna be a reunion and it's gonna set off and they're gonna replay that basically the end of rebels uh no my initial thought is fans are getting too close to what they have planned out so he's trying to throw us off the scent you know like well you know he knows that they didn't put a time period at the end of that and he's like, well, you know, we don't Filoni know when the squirrely <laughs> hat wearing fuck. I, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it if if that is just him trying to make everybody go, oh shit, this could be before, only for it to be like, nah, it's after. And this and that and now this is an Ahsoka show where she's chasing Darkseid Ezra and Thrawn. You know, like that's probably what's gonna happen. Um but I just wanted to throw that at you and be like, hey, just so you know, Filoni did I'm say a, this. We're going to do a little prediction calculation right here between between the people that we've highlighted out. Okay, so I posted a, a post on Instagram last week. It had about five people on it. I want to hear 
your off the top of your head percentage of you think they come into either Mandalorian or a spinoff of it. Ready? Thrawn. 100%. 100%. Ezra. 50%. Okay. No, Mace Windu. 75% on Ezra. We saw his little fox thing. Yeah, they they, they hinted at it. Um, Mace Windu. 10%. That's low. Yeah, 10%. I, I, I'm to throw 20 in there. I, I would say 10% for me and 10% is even high. Like, they have the... They have the uh, Maul's chance to get his legs back percentage. Like, Maul was dead. Yeah. But now he's not. So I think Mace Windu, like, could. But I I would. I mean, 20 is a little high for me, but yeah. I didn't include this, but I've since had this thought. What do you think about Cal Kestis from the Jedi Fallen Order series? I've heard that name thrown around. Um, I think... I think there's a probably a 35%, 40% chance, a higher than Mace Windu. I mean, I might have to take that back, though, about Mace, just because there's a high enough, like, there's enough online interest about it, enough theories and rumors are going around about it, as well as um, Sam L. Jackson was advocating online to, like, bring him back. So... The same kind of way that Rosaria Dawson was advocating to be, she was straight fan casted, bro. Yeah, uh, but then the only, the only there reason was... she was considered was because fans were like she would be a dope Ahsoka. So apparently, though, something I heard was that she was advocating to be the character after she already knew she was casted. So it was kind of like fake. It was like so there is a possibility that Samuel Jackson's wanting to come back as Mace Windu is because he's already been what did you fucking just... Bill Burr yeah we haven't gotten that far yet but Bill Burr's not yeah Bill Burr's coming back you know yeah because they, they need him I would have never fucking thought that well, well when I when I saw his face I'm like hell yeah like so now I'm worried and I'll tell you why the first thing I thought when I saw that Bill Burr was coming back was uh oh the show's going to transition. Like, why? Well, they need to get the, they, they're basically getting the gang back together to get baby Yoda, right? To get Grogu right. back. You've got, we're probably going to fat. You got this motherfucking you Bill got, Burr. You got, you got Fennec. You got Bill Burr. Um, Cara Dune's a straight edge. Cara Dune. snitch now. Nah, she is. She hundred percent is. But the look on her face when he said they got the kid, now she's just a snitch with a badge who's going to fucking kill some motherfucking Imperials. Um, she's going to lose that badge if if she doesn't die. Well, no, she's going to have her own spinoff, allegedly. Anyway, uh, she might be a tweet away from not having her spinoff. <laughs> um, um, Girl, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Um, they brought back Fennec. They're obviously Boba Fett. Uh, what's his name? I was going to look for his name. Mayfeld. Mayfeld? Mayfeld's back. Yeah. Mayfeld's back. Um Cara Dune's joining the party. Ahsoka's probably going to show up again. I didn't think we'd see her ever again, but I think she's going to show up um, again, probably. Do you think we're going to have a situation oh, where we so, get, like, Thrawn, Ahsoka, Moff Gideon, uh, like, all these cats in the same episode? Yeah, I forgot to... Um, I don't know. I think they will show Thrawn. I want to... I want to continuously say he's not going to be seen because I think that would be a bigger drive 
like bring Ezra, right? Ezra's the Darth Maul, I guess, to Thrawn's Palpatine, right? But don't let well, actually let 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 me let me change that. Ezra is Darth Vader in um Thrawn's New Empire. Hope. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's the Darth Vader in New Hope. The way em- like we don't see the Emperor in New Hope, but he's there, right? Right. We don't see we don't see Snoke and Force Awakens really, except for we our, see the that well, big yeah, ass hologram exactly. But we don't and we don't see the Emperor until um, Empire. So I hope that's the same way with like Thrawn. We don't we hear his name. We see Ezra who's working for him, right? But we don't see Thrawn until the Ahsoka show where that's the plot line, right? That's what you I really hope. think Ezra's no. going to be working for Thrawn. I threw that out as a theory. Do you think that? What do you think are the possibility of that? A hundred percent. You think so? The last time we, if if this is not before, right? If the, the Filoni's just fucking with us, the last thing Ezra says, I believe, to Thrawn, I might be wrong, because uh, uh, Scout's honor, full transparency, going off what other people said, I've never seen the ending of Rebels. Um, I could have swore Ezra says to Thrawn, "Your fate." is now mine. Yeah. Like he's going with him. There's yeah. no reason for me to think that things have changed other than the fact that they could have changed. If this, if this does happen pre episode four, they're a forced diet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that actually brings, okay. Are, uh, were you done listing off? You wanted me to do my percentages or no? Was that all the people? Oh, uh, and the last one was Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah. hundred <clears throat> percent. Really? Yeah. I, I, See, I hold Luke at like 40. I will I will die on that hill. I don't care. Um, I think it's just too. At this point, I think we get live action Thrawn and Luke. If anything, it's like a Luke hologram or something. I think the opportunity to have the last time we ever see Luke Skywalker not be an old piece of shit that nobody likes. I think the opportunity <laughs> to wash that taste out of our mouths is the last time. Not not like it's not going to make Luke any better in TLJ. But to be able to make it so the last time we see him on screen isn't to the way we didn't want to see him, I think that I think that temptation's too too strong to, to for Filoni and Favreau to ignore. Doesn't have to be this this series. They're not they, but um, I have heard people talk about interest, um, like fan interest in. I'm not saying his name because I already said I wouldn't say his name again this episode. Uh, a, Do you think Ezra hears Yoda's fucking call out thing and then him and Thrawn show up on a ship? Well, that would be the only way. There's no other way for them to show up in this episode or in this series. Do you think they show up like at the same time that like Mayfeld and Din and Boba and so what I think Fennec Shan are like aboard the Imperial cruiser trying to steal them? I think next episode is the is the and Let's... Thrawn takes the Imperial cruiser for his who. I'm saying I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm spitballing here. So no, like, I didn't hear what, what you if, said. That's all. What if Fennec Shan, mm-hmm. Boba Fett, mm-hmm. and Din Djarin mm-hmm. are like on an Imperial cruiser trying to spring Grogu, mm-hmm. and while they're there, Ezra and Thrawn come fucking flying up, boom, board the ship. They're like, "Oh shit, who are you? Who are you?" Ah. Uh, I I don't I don't know like well you're forgetting a few people that will be on the ship too. One is uh fucking Mayfeld. He'll be with them, right? But, but well, yeah, and Mayfeld. Yeah, yeah. But you're also forgetting 
what's going to happen is they're going to break Mayfeld out. So next week's episode, here's my prediction for next week's episode, right? I like where you're going. I like where your head's at. I like where you're thinking, I'm just kid. free thinking. I know. So my my prediction is that next week we have the um, – this is the episode where the town, like straight up seven samurai, they, they get the town ready, but not, not literally like the way we had in season one with uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's uh, episode. They got to get the band back together for the siege of the castle to get the kid back, right? But we're missing a few key players. The night owls. We're definitely, we're definitely getting all of them back. You think Sasha think Banks is Bo-Katan gonna just join, back. dude? Dude, Bo-Katan's coming back. Uh, whatever her, uh, was it his name, Axel or Axe something or whatever his fucking name was, and her two cohorts, if not more night owls. I don't know. We only saw three of them. There's no reason to think there aren't more. Um, there was a shit ton of Mandalorian bounty hunters underneath. Uh, Navarro. Thank you. I always want to think with a V first. <laughs> it's throwing me off. Um, I waited a second to see if you'd get it, but then I just saw you gave up. I just gave up. I looked right right <laughs> next to the camera like, fucking say it. Um, it's going to be them, right? They got to get everybody back together. Let's do like the first half is getting the band back together. The second half is start is like Infinity War style. And the last episode of the season is our end game. Um. And I didn't think of this. I heard this theory, and I like this theory. It'd be interesting. Boba Fett's got to die. He's old. He's going to die. Let fucking Boba Fett be. He's going to die. And here's why he's going to die. He's getting his own show. Yeah. To explain. Confirmed. Yeah. Because we need to know what the fuck happened before all of this. Yeah, I guess that's Um, true. (laughs) Well, what's the biggest... Okay, so one thing happened this episode that guarantees one of two things. Okay, do you want? Do you know what that is? No, I will as soon as you say. So. R.I.P. Razorcrest. <sighs> the two options we have here now: Din Djarin dies because he's not riding with Boba Fett next season, or Boba Fett dies and Din Djarin takes a slave one. Yo, those are the two options that are in front of us. I at kind this point. of had that thought of like, but I didn't really think about Boba Fett dying. That has to be what happened. So here's another question: Is do you he think have it, a ship? Do you think it's coincidence that, um, do you think it could be a coincidence that we heard rumors of a Boba Fett show beginning production, but nobody knew if it was guaranteed to be the Boba Fett show that was starting. Cause there might've been a possibility. It was the Mandalorian season three starting and that they were supposed to both start around the same time. Do you think possibly Din Djarin dies and Boba Fett, the Mandalorian show transitions to a new Mandalorian and that being Boba Fett. Now that he's canonized as a Mandalorian. I don't think it's going to happen. You don't think so? No. Do you not think it's going to happen or do you not want it to happen? Okay, well, let's look at real world for a second. Apparently, Mm -hmm. there's been some issues with uh, Pedro Pascal. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not super versed on what these issues are. He wants his helmet off more. (laughs) That's one of the other things. Isn't it like you can't win a fucking Grammy or not Grammy, uh, Emmy, whatever the one of those me's? Uh, yeah, there's like a certain thing where if you don't show your face or something, right? That's why he wants more FaceTime on screen, and that's why he had to take it off at the end of the episode. And right, 
chapter or season one. Right. Um, but I, you know, I've seen this too. So I saw, I saw a, a piece of art. I don't remember who it was by, but it was like a pike sitting out of the stand with Din Djarin's helmet on it. And it was Boba Fett holding baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. And it said the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. which is very similar, not exactly the same, but similar to what you're saying now. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't think they're going to go that direction. Cause I, it's my, my, my feeling is that like they're getting, you know, when something's I don't think, I don't end, think they're they going to doctor who, I the don't, I don't Mandalorian. Get, I don't get the reference. I've never seen Doctor Who. So like Doctor Who, it's like, oh, it's James a Bond bunch style. Of people play the same, same fucking character. Fucking, yeah, yeah. No, no. I don't. Go ahead. No, I'm saying it's literally like Doctor Who is. It's like forty fucking seasons. I don't watch yeah, Doctor Who. My sister does. Different. Shout shout out to my sister Cassidy. I don't know anything about Doctor Who, and I'm sure I'm gonna butcher this, but like I think it's like the same character that like goes into different bodies, kind of thing. But it's like gotcha. this is Doctor Who, this is the Doctor or whatever. And um, it's played by different actors whenever. Yeah, and I I guess this season or recent season it was a female and it was a big deal, but um, I I don't think that they're gonna just switch it up and then oh now Boba Fett's fucked and then we have Sabine Wren and now she's the Mandalorian. Like I don't. I, well, I, just, I don't see it. Happening. I don't know about all that, but um, I just mean like because I just get the feeling like in a lot of shows when they're gonna end something, they bring a lot of legacy characters from that specific show back, right? We're we're gonna have like we're bringing back Bill Burr. We're we're gonna have Cara Dune. We're probably gonna get uh, Bo-Katan. I just feel it feels like, and then baby Yoda just got jacked and the whole entire every like, okay. So the, there's the two plot lines going, right? Actually, I don't really know, but the, our main antagonist plot the whole time was get the kid. He's got the kid. Now our, now our protagonists have to get the kid back. This feels like some Thanos just got the last fucking infinity stone type shit. And it just feels like it's like now keep in mind, this could just be the end of the um, Moff Gideon, uh, you know, villain storyline. It's like Spider-Man, Batman. They all have all their villains that they go through. This could just be the Moff Gideon uh, storyline coming to an end. Um, And they're bringing Bill Burr back because why wouldn't you bring back a comedian who's a gunslinger? I mean, if 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 we oh man, they need to bring back uh, Cobb Vanth. Like they need to they need to go back to Tatooine, grab him. If they're gonna, they might as well just gunslinger the shit up. I mean, if you can't dude, grab Cobb Vanth, grab Pelimoto, dude, let's and go. her pit droids. That grab, would be uh, a riot, dude. To see to see Bill Burr play himself for a moment and just be annoyed Boston guy at the fucking pit droids would be amazing. Yeah. Oh um, dude, it'd be so funny. I don't know. I, I, I will, I'm okay if I'm wrong about this, but I, I don't know. Like it's feeling like maybe they pit stop back on Tatooine trying to find a ship. I, I, we at least knows? get one episode of, of, of Boba and 
Django, Django, Dinjar and hanging out on Slave One together, you know, which oh, yeah. is which is dope. Um, but but then we, they're gonna, what are they gonna do though against a bunch of fucking Iron Mans? You know, it's those things were fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. 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 They were a little slow, a little clunky, but they were cool as fuck. Dude. They were the, so cool. S- straight up fucking ring wraiths landing, yeah. landing there, walking up all around. Like, I was wondering how, because they kept doing that shot. Like, you got the top of the stone and, and the kids laying there sleeping and they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're moving in. And then you cut back and there's fucking Fennec and, and Mando sprinting up the hillside. And then they cut back and it's like, who's going to get there first? And it, I thought for sure. They were getting the kid. I did too. But I thought like one of those things was going to have to like get blasted up a few times. Right. Cause I thought they were going to get to the top. And well, like, and then when they didn't get him, I was like, Oh shit. Slave one's going to take him out or like do something. And then, so this Boba Fett's he's, he's got this life debt now essentially for yeah. a few episodes, apparently, you know? Um, but like, I don't know. I I imagined because I I played up in my head, right? I I created my own canon of like, all right, he hates Jedi. You know, I'm like he hates Jedi, and he's they not killed Jango, yeah. and and he's gonna want some redemption, and he's gonna want to. There's gonna be some sort of flip where Boba Fett's gonna not be the good guy, you know. But then Boba Fett's Boba Fett's gonna see Moff Gideon light the dark saber, and then he's gonna have complete oh. PTSD mode, and just like all of a sudden back in Nom. Dude, Every single weapon on all for both knee Yo. pads, elbow pads, everything's the, gonna start. The knee rocket, bro, dude, that was he came amazing. In with the knee, the knee launcher, and that I was, was amazing. Like, dude, fucking nuts. That yeah, was amazing. So good, but yeah. So, um, but how like he was super. I don't have a word for it, but it was like really neat for me to see him be like, uh, I'm tracking and then, you know, I'll, I'm locking on or something like that. And then Mando will be like, no, they have the kid, you know, I don't want to risk it. And then she tells him and he goes, copy that loose follow. And then just how, like how very soldier like, but like mm-hmm. not. Okay. For example, if that's Han or Poe, they're going no, we're for gonna it. take the risk yep they're yep. going for it right this guy immediately just goes copy that i'll do a loose follow i want to see where mm-hmm. they're going and then exits through the clouds and okay you can tell you can tell there's a unformal rank where no matter like given each situation so when we're introduced to boba fett in this episode fennec shan is obviously beneath his rank right she is in debt to him she for owes, repairing right. her and she owes him and now they both owe mando so it's almost like it goes mando boba fett fennec shan like there's like a, a rank yeah a rank of the debts of who owes what and so and yeah he's like super okay with you know letting that play out but then he's like exits through the clouds and he says they're back you know talking about the empire, the like, empire. I'm, I'm looking at a, a you know a destroyer class whatever he says I'm sure I see it with my own eyes. Um, that to me kind of, I mean, it didn't rub me the wrong way. It was just like a, I just didn't feel like they ever left. Like they, they, I feel like they established that they hadn't like with how much of the empire, imperial presence, like not in full, full form, 
But like since the beginning of literally the beginning of this show, we get an, an Imperials and Stormtroopers episode one, you know? Yeah. Um, and then there you get the, the two or the the few hanging out on the speeder bikes and then you have Moff Gideon. They're around. They're around. But I guess yeah. it but so like then it goes like, okay. Jango, to be fair, Boba Fett was hanging out in the desert. He doesn't know how much they're around. But if he's hanging out in the desert, how much of the fact that the Death Star exploded did he know? Like, it's, you know, it's, again, nitpicky shit here. Um, but it was still a cool moment when he, like, knows exactly what he's looking at. And then I was worried that that was going to be the moment when they kill him. I honestly did. <laughs> I was like, why aren't they firing on him? You know, right. like, but then again, maybe he was too small. But, yo, his um, Moff Gideon's, like, mini, it's, like, bigger than a Gazanti-class cruiser, but smaller mm-hmm. than a Star Destroyer. It's actually pretty dope. Dude, it's super cool. Um, they're almost like the front end reminds me of the of Maul's ship, the yeah. Scaith or Skeether or Scyther or whatever the fuck. Something it's like that. I don't remember. But yeah. Um yeah, the the narrow nose with the, the front being flat. And then some like no, redesigned the... rear thrusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it looks um, super cool. Mini mini Star Destroyer. But like done up nice. But then when he goes back down when they go back down and he's rummaging through everything, like you knew, right? You knew he was going to find the fucking shift knob. Yeah. Cause that's just probably made a best car. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, like he's gonna, I don't know. There was just a, I just kept getting, he's not going to make it vibes, you know, because he's so attached. And then, and then baby Yoda's going to see him die. And then, and then it's going to snap and Ahsoka's going to be right. You know? Unless Luke you shows think, up. <laughs> you think Baby Yoda, you think Rogu's going to see Dinjar and die and it's going to throw him dark side and he just fucking. I mean, if we're going to be making interesting character arcs, I would say yeah. You know? Like. It'd be fun to see. The one thing they didn't do with Ray that they had to do with Ray was make her a dark side force user for more than half a second. Mm-hmm. You know? Instead of having some alternate timeline version of herself walk through the veil side of the force in those mirrors, you know, that's not canon. And then that's a in theory. Return of the Jedi, you had Luke kind of play with the clit of the dark side. Yeah. Like he, he was, was just, just like, he was there. The, uh, he tapped into it. Yeah. You know, he's, he, um, he was giving it a little bit. He's force choking some guards. But, but at the same time, there is an argument to be made. It's like, is that dark side or is that just full use of the force you know yeah it's pretty dark thing to do i feel like it's very this is i mean this is a whole discussion but i feel like the jedi order is very much like it's biblical in the aspect of former these are our rules you follow these rules to achieve this thing which is essentially divinity it's being selfless it's um but in order to do that, you can't have attachments. You can't have, you know, there's just rules that you can't do. There are certain sins that you are not to partake in when you're a part of the Jedi Order. And I feel like 
there are certain force traits that are kind of you're only able to achieve if you're tapped into the dark side and i believe that like force choking and lightning are a couple of those things where it's just like the only other aspect i mean we see it in legends but like i think canonically now it is a strictly um palpatine thing to be able to use force lightning but because that's our only canonical reference but i know in uh dooku did dooku use it he used it in um um attack of the clones you know guess who's watching attack of the clones after this me everybody who's listening probably and you (laughs) yeah um but uh yo did anakin build a green lightsaber for attack of the clones or did he get somebody's green lightsaber? He would have had to have built it. It wasn't Qui-Gon's. No, I know. I just mean, like, at some point he has a green one, and then it get. When does he have a green one? He's losing his shit all the time, though. Well, so That's his, why Obi-Wan his blue one gets stamped. His blue one gets stamped at the machinery, and he loses that one because it's stuck inside the stamp that he pulls his hand out of. How many fucking sabers does that kid have? Um, and then he uses somebody else's saber, but it's a green one. And that really pissed me off because I felt like Anakin used the green one and thought that made him better than Obi-Wan. That's like the, the vibe he was giving off all because he uses the green one at the end in the uh, on Geonosis. But I don't know whose it is. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch, bro. I um, don't know. And then he has to then he doesn't because so I remember that being a thing is like, OK, so he has someone else's lightsaber. Um, It's a green one, but then he goes back to blue because obviously he has to build the one that Luke's going to be given. So I feel like that was George Lucas going like, he's got a green lightsaber now. And then he goes, Oh fuck. Wait, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I said that thing 40 years ago or at that point it was like 20 years ago. (laughs) Unveil the, yeah. Unveil the new special editions where we're going to turn fucking Anakin's lightsaber green and the OT. And then it's going to be, just green instead of blue from here on. Have you ever heard the fan theory about Luke's green lightsaber being uh, using the kyber crystal from Qui-Gon's lightsaber? No, that sounds awesome. So there's a fan theory about how, because I guess, I don't know if it's canon anymore, but Luke learned how to build a lightsaber after he went back to Kenobi's area and gathered his things, and Kenobi had a way to build a lightsaber, and that's how he learned, and that's why Luke's looks so similar to kenobi's lightsaber in um uh new hope but the theory is if he went back and gathered all his things well last time we see um well we know that kenobi uses the lightsaber at the end of phantom menace so it's possible like the fan theory is like luke needed to get a kyber crystal somehow between in the one year between empire and return of the jedi and so, he found so Qui-Gon's what if lightsaber. you know he had the crystal uh in he didn't find the lightsaber because i'm pretty isn't he burned with his hilt? Isn't Qui-Gon burned with his hilt on his chest? Because, like, the way a samurai or a, a knight would be burned is with their sword in their hand. Anyway. I'm trying to think. I, I don't remember if he's holding a saber. But in any case, the, the Even theory Even if that's is the that... case, would the saber burn? What? Would the lightsaber burn? I don't know. I mean, it would be pretty silly if it did, but... In any case... The idea is that Obi-Wan Kenobi had the, the Qui-Gon's crystal and and Luke found it and used that to create his lightsaber, um, which is just a fun theory. It's not canon or anything, but... I like that. It's fun. Um, how, how would Luke have learned to 
like find a green kyber crystal between well i always thought the kyber crystals were colorless and that they emitted the color based off of how they were built and and the connection they made with the jedi which is why we've had that conversation well we yeah like we had the conversation about do you get to pick your color or is the color chosen for you but i like the video game version where it's just like you find this specific color and this color has its own yeah traits um isn't now i don't know how much you've watched the last jedi um but luke does have a le- necklace with a crystal on it i don't know if that's supposed to be a kyber crystal or not but i'm pretty sure it's clear because my coworker was like is that darth vader's crystal i'm like i don't know if it is but that'd be fucking awesome maybe it's from ahsoka's lightsaber could be it could be because she healed the two crystals from. Maybe the... we see Luke and Ahsoka, and that's how he gets that and puts so it around his fucking neck. So, do you want to see the Mandalorian, but it's Luke and Ben instead of Grogu and Din, where it's like we get to see the early stages of Luke and Ben's relationship, where Ben's just a little. I would love that. Who that, wouldn't love that? That would be awesome because I think yeah. that's. I don't know if that's in the works or in talks, but that's like, as long as it's Adam driver's face, CGI onto the baby, 35 year old Adam driver's <laughs> face yeah. on a five year old yeah. body. <laughs> yep. Then I'm down for it. I'm here for it. Uh, and then we'll do Sebastian Stan's face CGI over Luke's uh, over Mark Hamill's 58. Yeah. But leave body. the beard so that like, it's like the deep fake, like CGI. So it's like the beard. It's like, still it's hanging like, out it's like when you have your Snapchat filter, but it doesn't quite get yep. rid of the beard. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> There's a lot that we could see with this, um, this whole series with everybody involved. Um, yeah. So to wrap up Mando, he goes back, he's super, um, like he's, he's playing it off. Um, well, so I don't know that he's playing off the emotions. I think he's just so I, okay. So I don't think it's like, he's so used to the creed that he or or like the way things are that he's just matter of fact about the fact he's lost but you know he failed but i think it's more of like like all right my like maybe for lack of a better my kid is gone the only option here is to go get him back mm-hmm. there's no point in mourning a loss cuz he's not dead yet all i know is that i have to go back and get him and he's got the he's got you know Fennec and he's got Boba and now he's got maybe he might have Kara but go ahead. I saw a thing that was Ahsoka gave Mando that staff because there's gonna be an inevitable face off between Mando and Gre or and oh, yeah. Gideon. Oh yeah, for sure. And for so sure. they've established 100%. that that staff yeah. can withstand lightsabers. Well, in his and fucking particle gun, antimaterial rifle's gone because it got blown mm-hmm. up in the. Well, it's not even called that. It's called something else. But yeah, it's gone. Disintegrator so. rifle or some shit. Basically, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that staff, which I kind of liked that too at the end of the episode where it's just like he doesn't have belongings now. Nope. Now it's literally him, his armor, and his staff. He only has one attachment, and that's the kid. Yeah. He lost all yeah. other physical all of the other physical aspects of his life. He His home, his literal home mm-hmm. has been destroyed by the Empire. Yep. That sounds a lot like Mandalorians, you know. Yep. That was like a metaphor for Mandalore, the Razor Crest. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, so, so go ahead. Yeah. All I know is that staff is going to be making content with that dark saber. Oh yeah, like for sure. Th- those those two are going to. 
they're gonna go at it. I I don't know. Damn, dude, I'm as, as sure as I was earlier. I'm like on the fence now about Ahsoka coming back. I, like this this season, like I feel like she has to. Um, she's gonna come back this season, and they're going to set up her own show, which will go into production 2021. Yeah, yeah. Bet. No, bet. that's that's that is a safe fucking bet. Well, the whole show part is definitely a safe bet, whether or not she comes back, because that was a pretty good, quote unquote, soft pilot with her episode like you got what, the name what did they drop. call it on rfr the backdoor pilot is that what they called it yeah they're like this is a backdoor pilot where essentially it's like this is setting up its entire own thing yeah ahsoka is establishing here's what i'm about this is what i need to do i need to find thrawn and i i mean if we don't see so like this is this is how I would view a Mace Windu or Luke Skywalker appearance in this show is if they leave Thrawn and Ezra mm-hmm. for the Ahsoka show. Right. And basically she was just setting this up. So then we go and then in that show it's going to be Ahsoka. It's going to be Thrawn. It's going to be Ezra. It's going to be all of that side of things. And then over here mm-hmm. we have Din Djarin, Grogu, and whatever other Jedi and random cast of characters that we keep reoccurring uh grief carga Car- uh Cara Dune or whatever there's another thought i had question for you rather um like that spear is just a way to make din this is not the question i was going to ask but i looked at your notes and i had another thought that spear is not going to best Moff Gideon with the Darksaber, right? Like, it's going to make him have a decently competitive fight because he's going to have a way to protect himself from the Darksaber, but he's not actually going to beat Moff Gideon using the Beskar Steel, is he? Who knows how trained Moff Gideon is with that Darksaber? I think Moff Gideon is a Mandalorian. I think Moff Gideon walks around with that thing like it's his cock. Yeah, I think that's. Because I don't. I don't. I don't think. Really? Yeah, I do. I think. You that's... think he's from like Mandalorian, as in like he used to be a foundling, or Mandalorian as if he's from Mandalore. Either, either way, he has a giant connection to the. Planet. <laughs> I saw a theory that he was that little kid from, fucking Phantom Menace. Wait, what? His friend. His little friend, his little pod racing friend, is like, <laughs> "You're not gonna, you're gonna finish this time, Annie." That kid. Um, <laughs> he has, he has a name. Every fucking character has a fucking name. You just call I know him he Wikipedia. does. Uh, um, uh, God, we keep talking about RFR. We're not plugging R. We're not plugging any more shit after this unless they pay us. But RFR, <laughs> man, like Jimmy Mac has an infatuation with this kid, and that he never got a three and three quarter inch figure of him. <laughs> and so it's so funny. It's like a reoccurring bit that they do where he goes off. That's um, hilarious. I forget his name. But, yeah. Um. So my actual question because i've heard this tossed around do you think that they will make they will reveal that din has some level of force sensitivity kitster i'm sorry to repeat that what's his, his name? name is kitster kidster kitster kitster the question was is do you think that they will reveal that 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 Mando that Din has a some level of force sensitivity. You know, I was actually 
just thinking about this as we were talking. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I I hope they don't. I I honestly, man, like I get there was tens of thousands of Jedi in the Republic days, old Republic days, right? I understand yeah. Force sensitivity was not that uncommon. I don't know. I I I just I know that in the Last Jedi they were making a point, and I and I think the sequels in general. I think I think the Force Awakens title was less of about Rey and more about the galaxy. Is that mm-hmm. in that Snoke was saying to Kylo, "Have you have you felt it in Awakening?" Was like, "Oh shit!" There's more Force sensitive beings we can sense now. Um. And I think they were trying to popularize that idea. I just hope, I just, I think that if they say Din has Force-sensitive abilities, I, it will severely, they'll have to really do it the right way because it's, the idea turns me off about this shit. I think it's too much. God, you know what? We just, we can go on so many, like, what if Din is Luke Skywalker? Does, no, Jesus Christ. (laughs) What if Din does best Moff Gideon, takes the Darksaber, is now the leader of, quote, Clan He's Vizsla. The right. And, you know, basically is, I am the ruler of Mandalore. Like, you will respect this. Mm-hmm. And then it leads to him facing off against, like, Bo-Katan. Well, For yeah. leader of Mandalore. That's why. What if they go back to Mandalore? Well, that was kind of hinted, right? Like that was, what if the final battles on Mandalore? Episode eight of this season, final battle on Mandalore. God, like the fifth siege of Mandalore. Man, Mandalore <laughs> is just gonna be like Mandalore, the siege. Like that's just what it is. It's just yeah. always under siege. Um, There's I, a constant billboard hanging up of who's fighting at the moment. <laughs> It's just like little magnetic people. They're like, okay, who's up next? We move this into there. Who's the win? Okay, move them. Yeah, you got a little trash bin. You drop their little heads in. Oh shit! Empire's gone. Okay, Civil War time. Yeah, <laughs> like yep. it's just, there's always um, something going on. Well, right? okay. If I'm looking at this um, creatively, um, they are they have established Bo-Katan. She's like, where's Moff Gideon and the dark saber? That's mine. So we know Moff Gideon took it from her at some point. That means Moff Gideon understands the significance. Not only the significance of what the Darksaber means, but she he also knows who Bo-Katan is because he had to hunt her down to get it in the first place. You think he's a Mandalorian? Well, yeah, I do. But I don't have any real basis for it otherwise, other than like he... I mean, unless it was like a thing where he's like, hey... You know, he says to some, he says to somebody, maybe he says to Thrawn, "Hey man, you heard of the the Mandalorians and their dark saber, right? What if we just like take it? You know, that could be. And then he's like, <laughs> and hands it. You know, like whatever <laughs> it could be. Yeah. And then they just do it. But I also wanna, I wanna hold steady to my theory that that Thrawn is on a part of a separate, um, um, faction of the Empire that he's not working with Gideon. I want that to be the case. But no, my my thing being like they already set up Bo-Katan's after it. Um as far as I know, 
Mando has no idea he has that saber. But also, Mando... Did Bo-Katan not say anything in front of Mando? No. She said that the Imperials have taken our homeworld and I want to take it back. And then Mando's like, you can't, you can't go there. It's, you know, it's not, it's inhabitable, you know, and everybody that goes there dies, you know, and, and he clearly wants nothing to do with the planet. Um, given that he was a child of the watch, which is apparently a sect of a sect of a sect, you know, basically, um, it's like, I don't know. It's hard Based for me off to... death wash of Clan Vesla who created the Darksaber. Right. But but it's a based on a group of people like the the group of people that he's f- with basically that tr- that that found him or that he that raised him were trying to take like the the aspects of ancient Mandalore, their original ways had nothing to do with Previsla. You know what I mean? True. Like Yeah. Um so I don't want to go down too many tangents, but I need to I need to make sure I say that before the end of the episode because it's very timely. I think Bo-Katan has to get that Darksaber. I don't think Mando gives a fuck. Maybe Mando beats him for it, but he hands it over to her. But I don't think that's how it's going to go. Um, I think it's going to be like, oh, look at all these Dark Troopers, and then the Super Dark Trooper that I can stand in and hold my Darksaber with. I'm going to fight you guys, and it's going to take the whole team to take him down and Bo-Katan's going to walk away with that dark saber. I don't think Mando gives a fuck about the dark saber. Um, I really hope he doesn't have any force abilities. Um, people can have a connection without having to make it force related. Not everybody has to be a fucking dyad. Uh, <laughs> not everybody, yeah. some people. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's Mandalorian. I don't know. I think Cara Dune, obviously after this, I think Moff Gideon probably gets taken to jail. I think that's I think that's the the reasonable, um, uh, con not content, but uh, the reasonable writer's decision. Turned into the New Republic to face his war crimes, kind of thing. Yeah, just in case you want to bring him back in a couple seasons. Yeah, you lock him away, don't kill him. It's easier yep. to bring him back if they're in jail, a la Bill Burr. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they. I don't know that they plan to bring him. They're back. basically frozen in carbonite. Like we'll touch you yeah, again exactly. if we need you. Might as well. Yep. That's exactly Fr- freeze them in carbonite and put them on the shelf. Um, but what I was saying that I wanted to make sure I said before the end of the episode about Boba Fett, um, being Mandalorian and Jango being Mandalorian, right? In Clone Wars, Obi Wan is talking to the Prime Minister, right, of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. He says, you know, have you dispatched anybody out of whatever? And then he goes, no, we are not about war anymore. The last of those kind of those, you know, they had been exiled and they have all since died. Um, the the small, whatever they were, you know, basically the Concordia people, the, the right, isn't he referring to like the Night Owls and the Death Watch? Isn't that who he's referring to as? I don't remember. He exiled them to the moon and they're all dead now. There's there's no more war mongering Mandalorians anymore. And then he says, Well, I came across one, a bounty hunter by the name of Django Fett wearing Mandalorian armor, and he goes he gets pretty upset and says he is just a or he says, uh he's an ordinary bounty hunter. I have no idea how he got that armor. That's the only time they mention it, right? So people have speculated. To me, 
that was him being like, hey, we're peaceful now. Everybody who's not peaceful died. But then there's this one fucker who's not dead, who's kind of blowing the cover, who keeps running around killing people. But uh, we don't know how he got that armor. He's just a regular bounty hunter. Because if you acknowledge that he is Mandalorian, then you're acknowledging that the warmongering Mandalorians that you say have been exiled and are dead are not, because they're not. Um, yeah. But tying in the whole Dave Filoni thing where I said I think he's pulling our chain, people are dead until they're not, right? In Star Wars, Darth Maul. Dave, Fil- Dave Filoni, and you'll hear this. The on... Emperor. Huh? The Emperor. The Emperor. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, You'll hear, if you're going to listen to the RFR thing, you'll hear this. They They brought up. Dave Filoni on the show, on Rebel Force Radio, told them that Jango Fett was not Mandalorian. Um, that what that because when they when they had because everyone's like oh was the Prime Minister lying and they said that that uh fucking Filoni said on the show no he was not lying when we wrote that line we intended for the Prime Minister to be telling the truth in that moment he's not lying Jango Fett is not a Mandalorian well then the fucking show Filoni's writing later makes Django fed a Mandalorian. So him saying like, oh, we don't know. It's possible that this Mandalorian episode and season is happening before the, the epilogue of, of Rebels. Um, it's like, well, he could just be pulling our chain because he said some shit before that, that turned out not being true. Um, also, like it made so much more sense for him to, like the Prime Minister to be diverting, you know, because it, keeps everything in line with what they were trying to show as, you know, truth to them. Sure. But anyway, uh, I, I wanted to make sure I made that point because yeah, I didn't want to forget it. <laughs> um, Shit, man. Well, let's see. I think we about covered everything from chapter 14. Fuck, that was a good episode. That dude. was a great episode. Do you happen to have a brand new book full of trivia? I do. Um, but we're not touching that this time because I have other <sighs> trivia. I oh, okay. Do. I thought that's what you meant. So, so I I did originally. I was gonna, I planned on doing that, and then I was like, I I saw another piece of trivia. This was actually done on Gamespot. Mm-hmm. Um, three years ago. Damn. But it is supposed to be twenty five of the toughest Star Wars trivia questions in any galaxy. All right, I'm gonna lose. So I figured we could conclude the episode by running through this. Running, okay. I'm not running through no, no, it. We're but, gonna run through it. Fuck it. Working through it at least mm-hmm. until if we feel defeated, we feel defeated, and we can close on that note. But I think uh, I think we should play a little bit of this and then see how we do. Yeah, let's go for it. You ready? Yep. All right. It says we'll start with a few easy ones. Oh fuck. And then it says in parentheses, we promise they get way harder. Okay. What were Luke's aunt and uncle's job on Tatooine? Moisture farmers. Moisture farmers. That was a good one. Uh, how many languages is C-3PO fluent? And m- mind you, I can't see the answers to these, and I have right. not gone through these. Right. Um, to quote Poe, seven gajillion. No, I don't know. I think the he actual. says, "Isn't it six million? I think I'm it's like a in, weird fucking. I'm fluent in over six million forms of communication. For some the, reason, that's what I'm hearing. I'm I'm okay with that. I feel like he says a very specific number, but I don't know. Let's see. 
All I know more is, than six million. There you go. Yep. All I know is that he can't. Boy Spence. He can't. It's against his fucking laws to be able to translate Sith. This is an easy one. What is the Wookiee's home world, and how do you pronounce it? Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. That's not hard. And they speak. <laughs> Here's a good one. Who actually shot first? Greedo. <laughs> Han, of course. It's Han Solo. No, man, that's my shit. In the 1997 special edition, the scene was edited, so it appeared that Greedo shot first. Um, okay, so you know a little bit about Star Wars. Let's go deeper. Mm. Mm. Which character is partially named after George Lucas's son? Um, I don't know this at all. I don't know his son's name. Oh, shit. Um, it's... um. Son of a bitch. That's not his name. You think his name is Son that? No. <laughs> George Lucas was kind of fly when he was young. They show a picture of him like leaning back in this folding chair in the desert, and he's got this nice big fro on him. All the all the swag. All the swag, dude. Um, I know this answer. I know this answer. I don't. It's not. A, it's not a main start. character. I don't think. Anyway, what is it? Dexter Jetster. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I knew that name, but I didn't know the name. And it's not a main character. It's just some random ass fucking side character. This is interesting. So in which movie does the camera pan back up after the crawl? So it doesn't pan down. It pans back up. Um, Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Yep. How did I know that one? As soon as know. you said pan back up after the crawl, my brain is like, Attack of the Clones. Like, oh, I know these things, man. How many do-backs were in the original 19, or 1977 theatrical cut of the first Star Wars movie? Five. I'm, I guess. I'm going to guess three. Okay. I have no idea. I don't even know what a do-back is. Two. It's the the lizard things that the stormtroopers ride. Oh. The desert stormtroopers. Yeah. I used to have one, yeah. when I, like action figure. I think I had one too, with the stormtrooper that had the little uh, shoulder thing. The little yeah. shoulder, yep. Yeah, I had that. Which species stole the plans to the Death Star? Um, I know this one. Do you know this? Yeah, fucking. They were spies. Yeah. Um, Bothans. Mentioned by Mon Mothma. Bothans. Yep. Many Bothans, Bothans. died. What was the original name of the first Star Wars movie when it went into production? Um, it was a longer title too, wasn't it? All I know is there was like Luke Starkiller. Yeah, it was like, yeah, something, the Adventures of Luke Starkiller or something like that. Anyway, what is it? Adventures of Luke Starkiller. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> okay, but the full title, okay, the full title is Adventures of Luke Scar- Luke Starkiller as taken from the Journal of Wills mm. Saga 1 The Star Wars. Yeah, this motherfucker loved his wills. The wills, yeah. the way of the wills. Willow. Mhm. Which bounty hunter in The Empire Strikes Back is wearing an old costume from a Doctor Who episode? Throw, you know, Whoa. There we go. Whoa. Doctor Who. See, man. Boba Fett, right? I don't know. <laughs> no, I, it's. I feel like it's the dude with the head wraps, the 
Um, not Bosk. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The, I just know Bosk. Something with a D. And... I'm not sure. No, it is Bosk. Is it Bosk? Bosk is wearing an old uh, Doctor Who episode <laughs> thing. It's from Doctor Who's episode, The Tenth Planet. The pilot's in the exact same outfit. Did you know that, um, was it Deveronians? The devil species? Mm-hmm. The only reason why that those guys are, and it might be in this actually, this quiz, the only reason why that those guys are in the cantina, the one is in the cantina, is because they were trying, they had a bunch of costumes they were trying to put the um, extras in. And in the in the uh, prop room or whatever, the costume room, they just happened to have a devil costume. And one oh, really? guy needed a costume, so they just threw it on him. And that is yeah. literally how the species was was made into existence it just so happened to have that, a devil that's costume. crazy yeah um who kissed leia first han or luke luke right yeah technically she kissed him right we discussed this in an earlier episode what does atat stand for um yeah <laughs> fuck all-terrain army transport it wasn't army what no was it? it was um all-terrain uh, something because the small it's... one is the scout, all terrain scout transport. Yeah, and this is all terrain armored transport. Armored trans. Yep. Yeah, that, that's exactly what it is. These aren't numbered, so I don't know how many more we have left. Okay, keep going. Uh, okay. I think I said there was like twenty five. Yeah. What odds does C three PO give Han for successfully navigating the asteroid field? All I know is just never tell him the odds. But yeah. to one. To one. Oh, I yeah. I already looked at it. What is it? Three thousand seven hundred and twenty to one. Here's a fun fact for you. That was initially when I was create when I was first doing concepts for this show's intro before mm-hmm. you ended up taking over. Um was that it was like a uh hip hop the hip hop style of the Imperial March. And the okay. very first quote soundbite that I used was that soundbite of C-3PO saying it to one and then the beat would drop oh sick yeah but I ended up scrapping it because I couldn't I just couldn't make it work man I could probably do it now now that I know more about like noise reduction and isolating vocals and getting background sound out but yeah Yeah. anyway go ahead who is Lando Calrissian's co-pilot in episode 6 Return of the Jedi Chewbacca Is is it he is flying with Chewbacca, isn't he? I want to say like non nub or whatever his name is. Nine nub. Nine nub or whatever. It's funny, is there's there it is, is nine nub. Is it nine? Nine nub uh, nine nub. Yeah, so it's N U N B. But then there is um there's another guy named Ten, but the last name is like N U M B. Oh. Yeah, it's weird. I have both of them as my pilots for the X Wing piloting game. <laughs> Uh, one this is an easy one for us. Mm-hmm. What is the name of Boba Fett's ship? Slave One. Yes, ma'am. Uh, who is the original commander of the Death Star? I don't know what that means. I mean, I, w- I want to say Director Krennic, but also it might be... It depends on when this... If this was made three years ago, Rogue One's already been out, so probably Director Krennic. This says Grand Moff Tarkin. Oh, okay. That makes sense. 
What is the largest annual pod race in the world, and who is Anakin Skywalker's chief rival in it? Well, I know um, it's the Sebulba is his rival, but I don't know the name the of it. Bunta Anna, Bunta Bun- Anna, Bunta Bunta Eve. That sounds right. The Bunta Eve Classic. Yeah, Sebulba was his top competitor. Um. What day is Wookiee Life Day, and where did we first learn about the holiday? Uh, I don't. I don't know, know what day it the is. Day is was it on uh, the holiday special, the initial, the original holiday special? Yeah, it's November seventeenth. Oh no wonder that's when they dropped the fucking Lego special. Travis's yeah. birthday. Shout out to Travis, good friend of the pod and uh, co-host of my other podcast. Um. Let's see. Uh, Darth Vader's chess piece has some writing on it. What language is it in, and what does it translate to? It's Arabesh, and it translates to... I don't know. It's ancient Hebrew. Yeah, I didn't and know. And it translates to, his deeds will not be forgotten until he merits. Yo, that's dope as fuck. Yeah. That is so that's, fucking That's cool. actually savage. Yo, I'm going to use that in some form of uh, fan fiction... Uh, when I went something, something. Uh, the Imperial probe droid was also known by another name. What is it? Mick Pokey. Probot. Close. <laughs> probe. Close. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is the first original theatrical movie where we actually see Jabba the Hutt? Um, Jedi. Yep. Some of these are pretty easy. Yeah. Where was Luke Skywalker originally headed to pick up power converters? It's Tashi Station. Thank you, because I didn't know that. I just, I heard I knew the tone. <laughs> I didn't know. But I was gonna. Who's the only Rebel pilot to survive all three movies in the original trilogy? Han Solo. Right. Wedge Ant- Wedge Antonis. Oh, right. Han Solo is not technically a Rebel. Pilot. Well, that's why as soon as I said, I was like, wait a minute, Wedge Antilles. Uh, the new Star Wars movie is coming out in December. <laughs> this is <it's> dated. <laughs> in what month were all six original Star Wars films released? In which month? Yeah. May. Was, was it May? It was May. Mm-hmm. Same month as George Lucas's birthday. May the 4th be with you. Uh, this we've seen before. What species is Yoda? Nobody knows. And that was the last question. Oh, I thought they were going to get harder. I mean, I yeah, only maybe- missed like four or five, right? That wasn't bad. That no, wasn't that was, bad at all. That was easy. Now we need to go do some Star Wars trivia and make some money. You got that fucking book though. So those yeah, who we're, don't we're know, bust that out Spencer bought a book thanks to Travis, good friend of the pod, also co-host of my of other pod. fucking podcast. Uh, sent me a link or a yeah a picture or a link or some shit. Uh, like hey, you and Spencer need this, and it's some like crazy number of facts about Star Wars. Uh, or trivia or something like that. I forwarded it to Spencer immediately and he texted me back saying bought that shit. So Mm -hmm. we are going to, or Spencer will somehow implement that if for nothing more than it's just an awesome piece to have for a coffee table. Um, But I'm sure we'll find a use for it on the podcast. Um, We'll we'll dig into it next week. Okay. As well as Um, are we going to have a comic corner next week? So we're going to, the same way that we released your theory Thursday, this last Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time of listening to this, there's going to be one out tomorrow, is there? Are you putting one out this week? 
Uh, is that a weekly thing? Huh? Uh, it is because you said it is. You had said it on the Instagram post be. that it's a weekly, you know, dropping, Tyler will be dropping weekly theories. And I went, oh shit, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> oh, well, it doesn't have to be. No, we can always remedy I, that. I, I want um, to. So yeah. I'm going to do, I'm going to do every other week. I'm going to uh, put out a comment corner episode. So we're not going to do one this week. Um, but I think that this Saturday, so three days after this gets posted, um, we're going to release a comment corner out as its own standalone thing. It's going to be instead of five minutes, I'm going to try and push for a little 10, 15 minute episode, maybe doing a couple comics or even a whole arc in a series mm-hmm. um, and taking a little bit more time to go through and do the editing and stuff. So it's its own standalone thing so that we can then discuss it on the show the the following week. Yeah, that's a, I like that idea. But yeah, so like you heard in the beginning of the episode and that little intro summary we do, if you uh, want to do us a big favor, if you're not already uh, following us rather on Instagram, you can go find us at They Are Only Legends on Instagram. Spencer's working really hard at uh, making sure everything uh, we're getting content out to you daily, once, twice a day. Sometimes he's going crazy with his awesome. He's got Sunday, Sith Sunday, Jedi Saturday. A lot of cool shit's coming out on there. They Are Only Legends on Instagram. Also, if you want to send us an email, if you want to have a question, a comment, a suggestion, anything like that on the uh, podcast, send us an email to theyareonlylegends at gmail.com. Sorry, I'm burping. I'm drinking all that bubble water. No, no I mean, um, anyway, yeah, so theyareonlylegends at gmail.com. We'll uh, read it out on the uh, out on the on the podcast. We'll shout you out. We'll, we'll whatever you got questions, comments, suggestions, corrections, whatever whatever it is you got. We'll read it out there. Leave your name and where you're uh, where you're uh, 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 end of the podcast. Two and a half hours in, I'm losing my mind. Wherever you're listening from, that's what I was trying to say. Also, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, and if you haven't done so already, please do us a big favor. Scroll to the bottom of our page or the bottom of your episode you're listening to. Leave us a rating and or a review. Five stars if you really, really love us. Um, we would appreciate it so much if you guys would do that. We, we we got a growing community here, and we just want that helps other people find us and join in. Also, last little shameless plug, uh, I have another podcast that I'm a part of. It is called Psych with Travis and Tyler. It is your number one stop for biased and uneducated opinions on everything from sports to entertainment and all the other nonsense in between, but mostly sports lately. Travis and I will release an episode about once every two weeks at this point. As of this recording, 12-5-2020, we will be recording another episode, 12-6-2020. And when this episode releases on 12-9-2020, there should be, in theory, another episode of Psych already out. Uh, who knows what the hell we talk about tomorrow or yesterday or whenever the fuck this thing goes out. But check us out on there. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can find that podcast, unless you're listening on um, iHeartRadio, because on iHeartRadio, Psych is not. All right, guys. Appreciate you listening. As always, we love you. Please come back next week. We've got two more episodes of Mandalorian to go through. And then from there, who fucking knows what we're going to talk about? I mean, we'll go back probably to our regular procedure. We'll try to have more people on if, if more of some of our friends who also love Star Wars. Um, and and we'll, we'll, we'll get that content out to you. Look for another Thursday theories coming out 
dropping hot this upcoming Thursday, the day after this one releases. If if you're listening to this the day it releases on 12-9, look for that Thursday theories coming at you hot tomorrow. I still don't know what it's going to be, but I'll figure something out. And then Comet Corner coming out on that following Saturday. All right. Godspeed Rebels or whatever other corny shit you want me to say right here. May the force be with you always and forever. Deuces. Deuces.